Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Looking for the spot for blues hockey in St. Louis? Join the best blues party in town at one of the 10 area hot shots, sports bar, and grill locations this season. Pull up a seat and score great game day specials on Jack Daniels, New Amsterdam vodka, and Jameson cocktails served up by the hot shots crew. And don't forget, every time the blues score five or more goals this season, it's $1 tacos all day long the next day. Get the full rundown at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Hot shots is a proud partner of the St. Louis Blues. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Guys, we were the only morning radio show in this in this market here that didn't go outside with with a wet T-shirt and see how fast it froze yesterday. <laughs> I said Boy, no when you asked me to. <laughs> Did we miss out on that? I was just say, man, <laughs> missed opportunity. Anyway. Guys, so... it's so cold outside. We're gonna wet down a T-shirt. We're gonna put it outside to see how how long it takes to freeze. Guys, it's frozen All already. Right, three seconds. I just love the uh, all the posts on social media. Of the screenshot of the weather app where it said negative three or negative five. Yeah. Yeah. We all know how cold I, it is. I can see it. We like all got it. Got look it. at that and go, what? <laughs> I got it. Oh my God. This you live shocking. in Wildwood? I live in Wentzville. It's negative four where I'm at. It's negative three where you are. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And it's the same app. Guys, ah. you think that's crazy? I'm in High Ridge and it's negative four. <laughs> So you're telling me if I walk outside with a with a soaking wet T-shirt, I'm gonna freeze within three minutes? What? Whoa! Whoa! 
Thank you, mm-hmm. morning show, for telling me that. You know what we should do, because I don't think you. anybody's done this, is get a bucket of water and throw it in the air. <laughs> Is anybody? Oh. No, you need to take a pot with boiling water and then throw it in the air, and it turns to snow immediately. Ah, oh, so man. Cool. I somebody well, it's that four, to prove it's it. It's four right now. Scott, if you would. Yeah. Boil up some water and, and put it go on outside. yourself and then walk outside. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Put a wet T-shirt on. Yeah, and then dump the boiling water <laughs> go on outside. Me. Go yeah. outside. Okay. And how, mu- how much snow did you get uh, at your house last night? Enough to be annoying this morning coming in. Yeah. <laughs> That's an actual measurement in your house. Uh huh. Yeah, but you got a Wrangler. It's fun. You guys don't have fun with this stuff. Uh, not at you know three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, oh, no. I did. Going over to my uh, going over to my parents last night. It was right around probably. It was late. It was like seven thirty or eight, and I went over there because I had to help my dad with something. I pulled down the street, and there he is, shoveling. Your and dad? I'm, oh Good yeah. And I'm like, I look at him. I go, It ain't that much snow to be shoveling already. And he goes, better to do it now. I go, okay. And then we walk inside, and he goes, nobody else is going to do it. I'm like, uh, you got to be kidding me with this. Be, Here what, we go again. 30 degrees today? Is it really? Yeah. I, I think, the, I think the, high, the high is like 27 or 28. Mm. Oh, sweet relief. You know what the high is supposed to be on Sunday? <laughs> yeah, it's 73, like 60, right? It's 64, I think. Wow. There's something here. around no. there. Oh, so let's make sure we shovel Listen, the one yes, and a half I, inches. I do have. Yeah. See why this is asinine? Like, yeah. why are you shoveling? But going down 109, I mean, I'm already dodging woodland creatures at Six, 3 o'clock in the morning. And ice is 62 ice. on Sunday. And ice is ice. Ice is not fun. Ice is fun when you're, all right, in the parking lot. Eh, I enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> you know, you it's, just, I'm white knuckling it this morning. I know. You just you make the best of it. I, I, I mean, I tried I to make would. the best of it. I got here. Hey, we got to make sure we give my dad some crap uh, when he gets in here. For oh, doing okay, okay. Well, let me write that yeah. down because that doesn't happen. So, hey, a reminder for, for doing one of the one of the, at least to me, this sounded like one of the oldest things possible. Like, it's such an old, older person thing to do. So his neighbor across the street had to have some sort of surgery, like like a tendon surgery. Well, I know your dad was worried about even being here today. Yeah. So so here's what's funny is so he goes and he takes his neighbor to have the surgery yesterday. Sits there in the hospital the entire time from like 1 to like 6.30. That's very nice of him. Yeah, that's okay? pretty cool. Then he drives him home, and instead of going home, he invites him inside, and they share some bean soup. What the hell? Would you like some bean soup? Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. As a thank you. A little post-op My bean mom soup. tells me this, As and a, I'm in uh, tears thank laughing you for waiting so hard. five hours. Yeah. No, no, no. My dad offered him bean soup. Oh. My mom made bean soup, and he said, hey, before you go home, want to come over and enjoy some bean soup? Is he, is he a solo dude? I mean. No. No. <laughs> Sorry. Did, is there <laughs> there's, is there's other people in the house with him? Uh-huh. Adults. Yeah. Where were they? Uh, I, I I don't know what his wife was doing, but I mean, like this you know is the what guy. She, you know what she wasn't doing? Eating bean soup. Yeah, helping <laughs> out her husband. Well, I th- she had something going on where it was like one of those things where my dad could have dropped him off and then she was gonna go get him, mm. but my dad was like, ah, yeah, I, got I got nothing, nothing to do. To do. <laughs> but I was just dying laughing. I'm like, you take this guy, your neighbor, to go get surgery. You sit with him the whole time for six hours, and then you share some bean soup. Is there okay. something more going on there? There might be. Uh, that's a your dad move. Here's a Riz move from yesterday. And this is only in my head, and it's probably unfounded. Or, may- or maybe maybe I'm onto something here. Oh, no. So in my subdivision, there is a lake. And it's 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 right behind my house. Right? Yeah. It's a nice lake. And, and the weather... Being what it was, the lake freezes over, and uh, people come and they they ice skate 
on the lake. It's, it's very nice. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to live in the subdivision to use it, and you're, you're technically not really supposed to be skating on the lake. Right. Even if you live there, you're not. Even, you're not to. really. So there's signs we, that say no skating. I we, mean, we had the, do. We had the same thing at our house in Florissant. Like we had a lake behind the houses, and it was if you wanted to fish in there, go ahead. But if you did not live in Gainesway Village, it was one of those things where we ain't gonna really say nothing. But you know, you're not supposed to be here. Yeah, it's like also during the during the spring and summer months, people go down and fish. Yeah, you're supposed to live there. You're not supposed to come from other places to to park there and and fish. Anyway. So uh, the cops came yesterday. There were some there were some people playing hockey on the lake, and cops came. And I was I just so happened to be walking outside after the cops left, and these two people were getting in their cars, which were parked in front of my house. Mm. And uh, I go, ah, frozen out there. Yeah, the cops came. Uh, I'm like, ah, that sucks. And they were eyeing me up and down. They said, yeah, somebody called the cops on us. And I walked back inside, and I'm thinking, man, these guys think I called the cops oh, on them. Oh, absolutely. You were out <laughs> there, and they were parked in front of your I house. I just walked outside to get the mail. It was by right. chance. Right, yeah. I'm like, these guys probably think I called the cops. Mm-hmm. They probably think that a-hole in that house over there. Somebody called the cops. Yeah, some, and they said it that way. Somebody called the cops on us. How old were they, teenagers? Uh, early 20s. <laughs> and I walk inside. I said to my wife, hey, these guys probably think I called the cops on them. I didn't. And open up the door. I didn't. <laughs> so didn't you know. do it. I didn't. I didn't call the cops. Go ahead, skate away. <laughs> now I'm wondering who did. What Grinch called the cops on them? <laughs> so you saw them out there earlier, but you didn't call. Or no. did you not even know they were out there? I didn't know they were out there until they were kind of walking up. I wouldn't care. As long as you're not liable, if they break through, who cares? Last year, remember, there was, uh, man, there was about a week where it was below freezing. And, man, there were, like, a ton of people on that lake skating. Mm-hmm. I was even thinking of opening up, like, a skate rental shop. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you guys go out there? Of course we did. The yeah. Rizzuto Skate Sharpener. <laughs> who needs their skate sharpened? I was thinking of just opening up the garage and going, who needs skates? What Your you wife's size, out there giving lessons. Size 10? <laughs> hey, put those strings back in the boot before you bring them up here. And my, I tell you what, and I think I had pictures. My son skating on, you know, open pond like that. It's it's pretty neat. Yeah, that's how I grew up doing that. It's awesome. It's neat. But, Dad, the ice is too rough. Shut up. Suck it up. So's life. <laughs> <laughs> These kids, you're so soft. You want your Zambonis out here? Come on with your... <laughs> You're smooth eyes. Oh, speaking of speaking of soft kids, um, so I guess w- were your kids' school yeah. was it called off? Yep. Last night ours was too. Yeah. Got the call around what nine o'clock? Yes, yeah. Right. right I there. I think pretty much almost everybody. I I heard yesterday last night on the news they were saying that it's it's pretty much everybody's off today. There are very few schools that are going. Yeah, what was the reasoning? I think the reasoning was, I think the superintendent of Rockwood was like, we couldn't get crews out there to clean right. up the ice. and Well, yeah, and it's all, it has to be, um, it has to be, not bulldozed. God, why can't I think of the name? Salted? Had, no, the, the salt plowed. doesn't, yeah, plowed. The, the salt doesn't get Yeah, the do salt much. is not even effective. Yeah, I think it's not effective below, whatever, 25 degrees or 20 degrees. Yeah, something like that. 
Well, we got the call around 9 o'clock last night. Our roads are salted. I don't know about you guys. Highways are clear by us. Yeah. Oh, highways. 44 was great. Yeah, 44 but our, was great. Side but streets our neighborhood are not. is not. Our neighborhood yeah. was not untouched. I mean, it was untouched. Side streets are not. Ours too. Um, yeah, 109 wasn't really this morning. Yeah. Wild Horse was not really this morning. Uh, 40 was completely clear. Yeah, and 44 was great, too. And, uh, you know, big ups to whoever did that. Because when I went to bed, it was snowing and it was covered. Well, I'm and all yelling that at stuff. the kids yesterday. Yeah, I'm like, you're going to school, great. do your homework. Yeah. You had one day off and you go to bed early. <laughs> and then nine o'clock. You know what? I think they were asleep by the time we got the call. Oh, really? So what a nice surprise to wake up and not have any school. Mm-hmm. You should have got yeah. him up and get, or he sh- you know, get him up and get him going and everything, and then just right at the last minute, just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, my youngest was all night. It was so dumb that we're still having school. It's so dumb. And then as soon as you hear the ding on the phone, she just started going, "Yeah." Well, listen, it's, it's a safety oh. issue, and it was a safety issue for a lot of places yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like what? Up in Chicago was you know feeling like it was negative fifty, and Minnesota was you know negative seventy three, but some crazy numbers. Yeah, all across the Midwest. And the governor of Kentucky, he's getting some heat. He says America is getting soft because we're canceling school over cold weather. And I guess some school districts in the uh, Louisville area. I'm sorry. Louisville. <laughs> I guess they were closed yesterday, and uh, the temperature was five degrees. And some kids, you know, have to wait outside 30 minutes for their bus. So the temperature's five, but with the wind, you know, it's it's in the negatives. Right. And here's the uh, governor of Kentucky yesterday. You know, now we cancel school for cold. Come on now. I mean, it's, there's no ice going with it or any snow. I mean, what happens to America? We're getting soft. And I do appreciate it's better to err on the side of... See the turn right there? He figured out what, what he said was dumb. Mm-hmm. And then the pivot. Listen, listen to the pivot moment. Here it is. No, I mean, what happens to America? We're getting soft, and I do appreciate it's better to err on the side of is. being safe, and, and, I, and I'm being only slightly facetious. It does concern me a little bit that in America, on this and any number of other fronts, we're sending messages to our young people that if life is hard, you can curl up in the fetal position somewhere in a warm place and just wait till it stops being hard, and that just isn't reality. Listen, just isn't. In some cases, that may be... That may be reality, right. but I mean, these little kids waiting outside when it's in the negatives and they're talking about frostbite. Come on. Suck it up, Timmy. Well, he done pissed off Al Roker. Tell you that. Uh-oh. You don't want to do he that. He done pissed off Al Roker. So here's what Al Roker had to say about the governor. And by the way, I just have to say, this nitwit governor uh, in Kentucky yeah. saying that... Oh, get, him, get him out. Get him. <laughs> Whoa. We're talking about old man N- shade. <laughs> nitwit. <laughs> nitwit. Savage. Isn't, uh, Drake uses that in a lot of times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nitwit. We should have maybe beeped that out. <laughs> He lifted that from a Tupac song, right? Uh-huh. And by the way, I just have to say, this nitwit governor yeah. uh, in Kentucky yeah. saying that, oh, we're, we're weak. We're, these are kids who are going to be in sub-zero windchills. No, cancel school. Stop it. You know, adults, if they want to be out there, that's great. These are our children, you know. I'm glad you're not a teacher. <laughs> nitwit. <laughs> nitwit. Uh, so, <laughs> so old school. It really is. <laughs> but effective. He went, he went right from there, went to the store, and bought on VHS a copy of Hunt for Red October. That's how old he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cover job, just so you know. 
Yeah, I'm going to cuddle up with a good, uh, you know, VHS and <laughs> the storm. Uh, me and Tom Hanks and Far and Away. We're going to watch mm. that on VHS. Mm. Yeah, you're. Hmm. Come on, man. When it comes to the kids, the kid, he's not thinking about the children. Damn it. I mean, it's so cold out. Didn't you see the morning show from uh, from one of the other radio stations had a T-shirt outside? It was wet and it froze right away. I guess the governor wasn't listening. <laughs> that was frozen water <laughs> in that shirt. I mean, Jeff, it froze right away. It immediately. I've never seen that It before. was a T-shirt. <laughs> Man. <laughs> what a nitwit. <laughs> uh, kind of uh, wrapping up uh, yesterday's show, people were loving the butthurt game. <sighs> <laughs> Talk of the town, actually, aside from the wet T-shirts, you know. Right. Talk of the town. People loved it. They love when we just make each other feel uncomfortable. Mm. And, and by the end of the segment, are at each other's throats. It's all yeah. good. Mm -hmm. You know what they say? Because it really gets to uh, gets to our personalities. It's kind of a behind-the-scenes kind of look at, you know, who we really are. Right. And who are we really? Who are we really? Do you really know us? I like to think I leave it out there every day for you. Everything's on the table. Mm -hmm. I think Jeff found this uh, this little quiz here. And it's, uh, you really want to get to know us? We'll go around the room here with these. Okay. This is, this is going to get deep. And I'm thinking I could pick out, let, let's see how I know you. Is this going to be a variation on the butthurt game? Here? No, 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 not at all. Okay, good. These are very surface questions. Scott does not handle this very well, by the way. And breathe. <laughs> okay, so dog or cat? I'm going to think you're all going to say dog, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. You're all dog people. Yes. Netflix or Amazon Prime? I'm going to say you're all Netflix people. Netflix. Okay. Yep. Netflix. Hmm. Here's where it gets interesting. Phone call or text? I'm going to say... Moon's a phone call guy. Jeff's a phone call guy. Tony's a texter. King Scott's a phone call guy. Did I get it? You got me. You're right. a texter. 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 Yeah. I'm a phone call guy, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like All you right. said. Nice. Nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. S Scott would be a phone call guy if he ever answered the phone. Are you? You're a phone call guy. Instead of a yeah. Text. I actually do answer I phone. It's not for me. You're a texter. I'm a texter. <laughs> yeah. I'm a texter. I am a texter. I know when I text you, I'm going to get something back. I know when I text one of these guys, I'll get an answer sooner if I call them. Uh, cardio or weights? Cardio or weights? Tony, you are a weights guy. Incorrect. Ah, damn. Cardio guy for Jeff? Cardio guy? Right now, yeah. I think it's, it's phasal, but yeah, for sure. Right you now. are a weights guy. No, nope, cardio. Ah, damn it. Yeah. What am I? You're a cardio, cardio. guy. I'm a cardio guy. Facebook or Twitter or Instagram? Moon, you're an Instagram guy. King Scott, you are an Instagram guy. Yes. Jeff, you are an Instagram guy. Yes. You're a Facebook guy, Tony. I really don't know how to answer that. I would, I would yeah, say, I would say yes, but I think I'm equal between Facebook and Instagram. Leaning more towards the. Twitter being third for you? Twitter being third for me, yeah. Oh, oh you do so well there. 
Uh, leaning more towards Facebook, yes. I would say. I don't, I, don't po- I don't post on Facebook, but I'm on Facebook more. What am I? Twitter. <clears throat> Twitter guy. Twitter. Uh, ice cream, ice cream cone or snow cone? Ice cream cone for Tony. Bet your ass. Get that snow cone crap uh, out of here. Jeff, I think, is a snow cone guy. You're correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Moon, you are a snow cone guy, too. Yeah, I think I think you're right. You are a ice cream guy. Yes. God, I know you guys. I love ice cream. And I am a ice cream, ice cream, ice cream. guy. Snow cones are a waste. I, expensive I, ice. I agree with you. Snow cones are just ridiculous, but... I don't end snow cones disappointed. Ice cream is always so good until the end, and then I go, why'd I do that? My stomach is killing me. What mm. am I doing? That's why I do it. Or that's why I don't do it. I, I looked into uh, <laughs> maybe franchising out one of those uh, Kona ice trucks. I'm like, what a racket that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this thing will pay it for probably, itself. It, pr- and- it probably didn't work out when you called and said, hey, I want to get in on this racket. <laughs> they probably were like, Tell what? me about the racket. What a yeah. racket this is. How it's much? ice. It's ice and some 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 sugar water. That's it. That's it. With, with food coloring in it. <laughs> Tell me about your racket. Is it? Please. Do you guys think it's a difference between shaved ice and snow cones? The same thing. No, I think there's a huge you're difference. Out of your head. There's what? a there's a ridiculously massive difference. Ma- maybe I haven't Ta- had shaved ice. Kona ice. Okay, then I've Dude, had shaved ice. Yeah. Shaved ice is is the jam. I think it's something too with the nostalgia. I, I remember up- Snowbiz by my house. There was there, I don't know if they, those are all over the place or not, snow but biz. there was a Snowbiz up in Florissant that when my dad would say. I think we're going to go to Snow Biz. I'd look at him and I'd go, you're the coolest dad. I don't ever. think I've ever yeah. in my life finished a snow cone. Oh, did, hmm. so you didn't have them as You've as been a having kid. the wrong ones then. So, like, you know, my parents were teachers. We didn't really go out and do anything. There wasn't, like, a lot of special events or any of that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Sounds like once, a great neighborhood. Once <laughs> every... Well, yeah, it was a great childhood, honestly. Uh, and I grew up in Crestwood. And once in a, once in a blue moon, probably... I don't know, every three months or so, my dad would go, you guys want to go to Boomers? And there was this this caboose. It was like a like a train caboose on Watson called Boomers that had snow cones. And it was like a special treat a couple times a year. In the Marble area, right? What's that? In the Marble area. Yeah, yeah, yeah by, by exactly that, that Grant's Mall or whatever yep. it is. And, yep. uh, and dude, it was like, it, it was like vacation. Mm. So I associate snow cones with like. Yeah, maybe we just went out for ice cream. The greatest time of my life. I know, I know you guys didn't have it here, but we had Carvel. Mm-mm. What's that? Ice, ice cream? cream? Yeah. Is that, They're uh, sold nationwide, aren't they? Is uh, that... It sounds familiar. It's Fudgy the Whale. Hey, it's, it's, uh, Cookie, Cookie Puss. Cookie yeah. Puss, that's uh, it. I have that movie. <laughs> 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 All right, cake or pie? Cake or pie? Mm, this is going to be tough for me. Uh, Jeff, you are a pie guy? No. Oh, First really? one you got wrong on me, because your wife makes great pies. I know, but my and and they are fantastic. But my favorite, if I had to choose one for the rest of my life, would be Mrs. Hollings five layer chocolate cake. Wow, it's ridiculous, and it's a part of my childhood too, because my grandma always got. You are a cake guy. You got it. Okay, uh, Moon, you are a pie guy. Man, are you crazy? Ah, damn it! This dude ate, this dude ate wicked, weekend, weekend cake for bur- breakfast one day. Yeah, you remember? It doesn't. Oh, I know you right. ate cake for breakfast once, but <laughs> once a, a weekend cake. It was cake from a Friday eaten on a Monday, by the way. What kind of cake is that weekend? And, and what did he say? No, no well, guys. It's cool. I heated it up. First of all, you're not explaining that the, kills the, the biggest right? part of the weekend cake thing. Is that it sat out the entire yeah, time. Yeah. This isn't something yes. that I foiled and put in the fridge. No, it was sat out. The- Somebody brought it to the mm. station on a Friday for a no, promotion. It's mystery cake, too. Yeah. Well, it looked great. No one sneezed by it, though. I didn't care. I heated it up. 
Yeah, that's what he, that's what, when we were like, you ate that? It's got to be dry and gross. Oh, man. And he goes, I heated it up. What the hell does that it matter? Says that, it says here that microwaves do kill chlamydia. So that's oh, good. Good. Yeah. This is good. good. It tastes like great. Uh, King Scott, you are a cake guy. I'm pie. God ah, damn it. You went What am I? On a roll. Pie. Uh, you're, you're a pie. pie. I'm a pie guy. Pie guy. Yeah, pie guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, big party or small gathering? Big party or small gathering? Big party guy. You got it. Tony Patrico, oh, big party there's guy. there's not an ambulance or a cop, it's not big enough for oh, you guys. Right. <laughs> small gathering for Jeff? Yes, small, small gathering. Small gathering for Moon. 100%. <sighs> King Scott. Small gathering. Yes. Okay. And I am? Nobody gathering. Nobody gathering. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> party of zero? Uh, what is worse, laundry or dishes? Laundry. I'm supposed to guess. Oh. Laundry. You got it. Oh, wow. Man, I was going to say the dishes for him, but. Uh, dishes for you. Yes. Laundry for you, for Moon. I guess. I don't mind either. This house is so full of laundry and dishes. It's kind Same of here. King Scott does uh, neither for worse. himself, so he's <laughs> <Yep>. not available. <laughs> N.A. See, for, for me, for me, it's I do the dishes. <laughs> like that, one of the, like, she does laundry, I do the dishes. So when I have to do laundry, I'm like, God bless. This is the worst. Mm. But I just already know I'm doing the dishes, so that doesn't bother me. Yeah, I guess I guess laundry is worse. Really? That seems the easiest. It is, except for what, no, when, dishes, what, is when you're dishes doing is it. the easiest. Spray, spray, spray. Dishwasher. Spray, 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 dishwasher. Yeah, it's all in and the same place. I use all paper plates. It's so, all in the same place. For, for my household, I got to go to four different bedrooms. And and gather people's laundry that's on the floor and in the hamper and here and there and then I gotta find it in the living room somebody lost a sock somehow I gotta find that then I gotta wash it then I gotta dry it then I gotta fold it and then I gotta disperse it amongst the household again it's awful uh, jogging or hiking uh, Moon's a hiker Jeff's a jogger Tony you are a mm. I, I would have a different answer for Jeff. What? He, he jogs every day. Yeah, but he loves to hike. It's, it's a 50-50 thing with me. Yeah. It's, well, if you were to lean, mm, boy, if I had, if I, oh boy, if I had to lean, it would probably be hike. Yeah. No way. But I, but no I would way. probably be you're running. You're wrong about and, yourself. All right. Sorry. Moon said this job. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, if you jog at all, then you're a jogger. Oh yeah. But I also hike. So I'm a hiker. That's if if somebody gave, 50, basically, really. basically this is the way it is. You have the option of going jogging or going hiking. What are you picking? I would jog in the woods. I would, I would, I he would jike. So he's a jiker. I would jike. But he you just watch said, your mouth. He, he just said he would jog in the woods. You, you just so said. I'm a jogger. It's just the place where I'm doing it, is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, yeah. I guess he's right. I'm running. It just wears the terrain. I'm On a trail. A hike is, you know, you maybe have a walking stick and a backpack and right. maybe pack a light lunch for and yourself a, and, a and an energy bar. And, a <laughs> and an energy bar. <laughs> uh, you are a jogger. You got it. Uh, King Scott, you are a hiker? Yes. What am I? You are a jogger. I'm yeah. a hiker. Oh, hey. What? Yeah. L disagree. Oh, I don't. You haven't seen me hike. Exactly. I haven't even have, ever heard you talk about hiking. No, but if he had to do one or the other, I would see him. I would hike. I, like, I, I enjoy the woods. Listen, uh, if if Jeff went to him and said, hey, you want to go jogging? And then said, hey, you want to go hiking? You got to pick one? He would pick hiking. With, mm -hmm. And he would with, say, with, with you or by myself? <laughs> <laughs> you go that way. I'll go this way. Hamburger or taco? You are a hamburger guy? Got it. Hamburger? Yes. Taco? No. Ah. You blew it. 
Taco. Yes. Taco for Scott. I am a hamburger. Hamburger. Yeah, that's right. It's America. Uh, <laughs> online shopping or shopping in store? Online shopping? Yeah, oh yeah. Shopping in store for Jeff? Yes. <sighs> Moon. Mm. Shopping in store. Okay. I think I'm 50-50. I really enjoy both. Leaning more towards? I guess store. I, I think you're right. I think shopping you're right. in store. Uh, King Scott is a shop in store guy? Yes. And I am a... Wife shop. Online shop. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you shop at your front door. Let's see. What do I got? Passenger or driver? Patrico, driver. Jeff, passenger. You got it. Moon, driver. Got King it. Scott. Angry driver. <laughs> yes, you got it. I am a driver. driver. Okay, now that one. <laughs> Tablet or computer? Tablet or computer? Tablet. Incorrect. Ooh. I don't even own a tablet. Oh, you well, my, don't? My kids do, but I don't. They Jeff don't, they don't is a, yeah. Jeff's a computer guy? Yes. Uh, Moon, you are a tablet guy? No. King Scott, you are a tablet guy? Nope, computer. Damn it. Yeah, edit that one out. Edit this one. You are a tablet. I'm a tablet. Yeah, you're a tablet. I think all of us. I do not own a computer. My wife does. She has a, she has a MacBook. Mm. See, I have, uh -huh. I have, I mean, t two of them work and we use, but I have like five laptops at the house. I have zero tablets. Yeah, dude. I have been thinking about the, with the music industry and all the stuff we've been doing for producing music and all that. It's tablets. Are okay. Uh, amusement park or day at the beach? Amusement park. You got it. Day at the beach. You got that. Day at the beach. I think so, yeah. Amusement park. No. Ooh, day beach. at the beach. How about amusement park at the beach? For me, it is a day at the beach. Yes. Amusement beach. At the movie theater, candy or popcorn? Popcorn. Yep. Jeff? Mm, I don't know. Mm. I'm going to go to Scott and say candy. Popcorn. popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn for moon. You got it. Jeff's a tough one here. Popcorn. I'm, I'm yep. gonna say, popcorn. Oh, popcorn. man, I was going to say candy for you. I've actually had a handful of popcorn already today because we yeah. got one of those tins that's still left over from Christmas. I was oh, like, what is this is, doing here? That Pop. hasn't gone south yet? No. I, I went, what is this doing here? And I went, wow, still fresh. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. We have one of those, too. Completely and, fresh. Um, that's got to go be shot to the sun. Yeah, it's point. it's going today, but I just didn't want to take it out at 2.30 in the morning. Uh, IMA? Popcorn. 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 Yeah. Pancake or waffle? Mm. Pancake. Incorrect. Oh, damn it. Ah. I have pancakes more. Excuse me. I have pancakes <laughs> more. But if I had a choice, I would go waffle because I just love, listen, I love those crevices. <laughs> you are a pancake guy, Jeff? Yes, and I'm no longer doing the uh, you better do the volcano corn, thing do or whatever the corn, the No, corn. I'm not you doing it anymore. Pancakes, I'm not doing it anymore. Because all Moon. I can see is you trying to you do that. You are a waffle guy. <laughs> I hate them both. Uh, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, ugh. If I had to choose, I think pancakes offer more, and I hate pancakes. <laughs> See, I love I love both, and I, I love and both like too. I said, I have more pancakes than I do waffles, but I would I would prefer a waffle. Let me, let me backtrack like and say, like a good Belgian waffle. Ooh, I, you can almost put your credit card in the little squares. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved that more as a kid, and I hate both of them equally. But I will say, when I did have a great pancake, it was altering. In a way that waffles wasn't. What's the place down here that you all you guys sent me to? Is it the, is it the Pancake House or the original or, pancake the original house. Pancake yeah. House? I was there on Saturday with the badass um, uh, coffee mugs. Mm -hmm. That place did have such a good pancake. And I had that pancakes I there the other day. They have such a good everything. So I, I will oh. say pancake because I haven't had a waffle that changed my mind, mm. but I did have one pancake that changed my mind. Mm. You are a pancake guy. 
I'm waffle. Waffle guy. Put peanut butter on that bad boy. Then oh, that's a great. The syrup. That's a great yeah. move. I'm. Uh, I Best. think I lean more towards the pancake. Uh, yeah. If I had to guess, that's what I would say with you. All right, cups in your cupboard, right side up or upside down? Oh, uh, <clears throat> gotcha. I was really confused on where we were going with this. Yeah. Cups in the I don't cupboard. Have a number. Uh, right side up. Nope. Upside down. Mm. Everything's upside down. Right side up. Upside down. Upside down. Upside down. Naturally, they were always upside down, but I get yelled at if I do that in the house now. So uh, they're right side. Right side up. Right side up. Nope, upside down. Upside down. Yeah. We are a right side up family. Really? Mm-hmm. I was always taught to do it there for if there's any moisture, it rolls out. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's yeah what but then I it traps it underneath. Well, yeah, and mine was if there was any dust. Yeah. You know, if it was, it, mm-hmm. I didn't want dust yeah, in it. Going into there, yeah. And and she made a good point. She goes, "When is a glass in this house ever going to not be touched?" Yeah. Well, we have so many glasses on I our house. Too. Oh, we do too. And coffee mugs too. My gosh, we probably have two hundred coffee mugs. Yeah, a hundred coffee mugs. 50 of which never get touched, you know? Yeah. Uh, all right, one more here. Oh, okay. And maybe a couple more. Winter or summer? Uh, summer? No. Hell no. Oh, you're a winter guy. Yeah. I'd much rather be cold than hot. Jeff is a uh, summer that, guy. That, yeah. may, that may change, though. It'll now. change. That may change. Yeah. Jeff's because a summer guy. Very one of the much main, a summer guy. One yeah. of the main reasons I hated summer is because I was a big fat guy and sweat everywhere I <laughs> went. <laughs> Moon, you're a summer guy? I am now. King Scott, you are a winter guy. Nope, summer. Yeah. I am oh, a dude, he's winter. Winter. Winter, winter guy. Yeah, Southern California. That's I was going to say, yeah, you out there. Yeah. Yeah. Super sandwich. Jeff, you are a soup guy. No. Ooh. Sandwich. I really, I've said this before, I really, really enjoy making a yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I was going to say. The process he, of it. Yeah, right. yeah, he always really tells good. us, uh, he painted such a picture pa- telling us how he made a sandwich one time, I actually pictured it in his house. <laughs> I've never been there. <laughs> that's right, that's right. That was not not too long ago. Yeah. Moon, you are a soup guy? No, I think I'm a sandwich, sandwich guy. guy. Super sandwich. Uh, King Scott, sandwich guy? I think I'm 50-50, because soup is also cheap. <laughs> cheap. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Fine soup. If I, soup. Were, soup. If I want to eat every day, it's soup. <laughs> and they have a kitchen you go for free, and they. <laughs> oh boy, my favorite restaurant. <laughs> it's called Soup Kitchen. Uh, you are a sandwich guy. You got it. Sandwich guy. I am a sandwich. sandwich. Goddamn right. <laughs> uh, all right. TV shows or movies? TV shows or movies? Jeff is definitely a movies guy. No. No. Maybe. How many times mm. on this program has Come he said, on. you know me, I'm not a movie on, guy? Is it the hat? Foreign really me? fell off at the it's end Jeff. here. Foreign films, though. <laughs> if it's a foreign film, yeah. Moon, you are a movies guy. Yeah. Scott, you are a movies guy. Yes. Tony, Tony's the tough nut to yeah. crack here. Mm. I, I, you do I, consume I t- a lot of both. I will tell you this, that it is, it, it is 50-50, but I've made a decision on which, I will, which, which way I lean. TV shows. Yep. Yep. I am a movie guy. Speaking of movies. And I, I don't consume as much as you guys think, by the way. I know that's that's a fun little razz, but I really don't. I'm not razzing. I got a movie review for a movie we've been talking about for a while. What? Saw it last night. Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. What do you think? Don't do it. It's terrible. Um, somebody said it was based on a graphic novel, and I think the graphic somebody novel- Somebody said it was like a Willy Wonka- There yeah. is a very big Willy Wonka- uh, aspect to the whole premise and the whole idea and the big expanse of concept. But it's got no beginning. It's got no character development. If it was based on a novel, this must have been one of the longest novels ever that that they try to cram into a two-hour movie. It's cool looking. I like the setting. It went nowhere and the ending sucks. Mm. That's why we probably never heard of it. Exactly right. It's something that could have been spectacular and just fell flat. 
don't waste your money because hmm. it's not available on anything. You got to rent it. Um, so it was a waste of time. Um, let's just say that I'm going to be apologizing for the next four or five days for making Mallory watch. Right? Oh, oh man! Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, oh boy! That's tough. <laughs> I, I know that feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those like we we listen, that, that's really what sorry. I uh, I try to do with uh, the, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, <laughs> Coen Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Where I saw like I looked to my left about a half hour into it, and I said, "I see the glassy eyes. Uh, we are gone. We're gone." Tell you what, in, in I'm gonna shut this off and watch this on my own. Bandersnatch with me. <laughs> After ten minutes, I looked over at my wife and I go, I go, hey, and she goes, uh huh, and I go, what do you think of this so far? And she goes, I haven't watched a second of it. I was like, okay, we'll watch something else. <laughs> right, no in, uh, in my house, it's very easy to see when somebody's not into it because the the, the head just goes straight to no, the, right cell to the phone. Last night, the other three, Julie and the kids, watched that abducted in oh, plain abducted sight in plain sight. None of them touched the cell phone oh, the yeah, whole you time. Can't because that's so. Yeah. yeah. And so I had crazy. to walk away after about an hour because I kept going, wait, 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 watch this. Oh, you're, it's not even weird yet. You know, that sort of thing. They're like, will you go away? <laughs> What's so you see his trunk? Yeah. <laughs> what? His <laughs> trunk? Yeah. It's something Jeff to compare it to. Uh. <laughs> you were doing so good. Yep. You were doing good, Scott. Like and you then were doing out. so good. Deal. I don't know what the hell you're okay, talking about. Okay, one more thing for you. Good jokes or bad jokes? <laughs> no! <laughs> All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is Mark Irvin from Godfrey, Illinois. Uh, Mark has been a loyal Riz Show listener since the show started. He used to uh, listen live every day, but now he works nights and has become a daily podcast weirdo. Love Freak of the Week. You're going to love today, i tell you that. The journey begins today. The march towards the Freak of the Year 2019 begins today. Loves headline news. Uh, and he tries to make it out to as many blood drives as he can. Loves the food drives and, and other charity events we do. And he says that's something he never did, actually, before he started listening to us, which is great. Thank you, Mark. Mark Irvin from Godfrey is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, guys, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Get your flower order in and relax. Trust Walter Knoll to deliver. Right now, they are the only way to go for Valentine's Day. The beautiful long-stem Ecuadorian roses, long-lasting and luscious. Listen, if you want a free dozen roses, place your order in advance and have your roses delivered by the 13th. You get a coupon good for another dozen roses that you can redeem later in the year. Get all information at WKF.com, like glamorous tropicals, playful tulips, fascinating lilies. Call 1-800-341-ROSE or WKF.com. It's Walter Noel Flores. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. Welcome back. It's time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. It's brought to you by the St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, February 7th through the 10th, America Center in the Dome, stlouisboatshow.com. Actress Louisa Moritz. Probably don't know the name. It doesn't matter. She's she's passed away. Uh, she's 72 years old, died of uh, natural causes related to her heart. She is one of the Bill Cosby sexual assault accusers. Oh, really? Back in the day, you'd also know her as Rose from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, she was a Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke. She's one of those, if you get the right picture of her, you will you'll go, oh, yeah, her. And then huh. l- later on in life, uh, she uh, stopped with the acting career and she became a real estate person uh, over there in uh, Los Angeles. But she was one of the people back in 2015, uh, uh, sorry, that made headlines when she joined everybody else, all the other women that said, mm-hmm. yeah, he did this. He was a monster. So she has passed away at the age of 72. You know who else passed away? The actor Dick Miller. 
90 years old. Look, put his picture up on the on the screen. This guy is the guy that's in everything. He was in Gremlins. Um, yeah, just I'm I'm sure his IMDb page is is is, is just full of stuff. You don't know this guy? No. No, no. Really? Oh yeah. That one over there. Looks- this picture to me looks familiar. Yeah, that guy. Um, he's in. He's like a secondary character and everything. Yeah, he's he's in a lot. Oh, there's a movie that's called That Guy Dick Miller. Oh, that guy Dick Miller. Nah, there's there's something it's- from like our childhood or something. Gremlins. Right? He was in Gremlins. Oh, yeah, but there's, there's something else. I'll, I'll look it up during that you. era. His probably you know 50s or 60s. This uh, next story is something that could get crazy. It could blow up on Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons was talking with Guitar World, and he said while he would welcome Ace Fraley, the old guitar player from Kiss, back on stage for a song or two, he says that he would never be a full-fledged member of the band again because of Ace Fraley's past drug and alcohol well, issues, matter of fact, which are very, very, you know, public. Remember, uh, Gene Simmons was here... Remember they were selling it was like it was like a kiss vault. Yeah, yeah, and you paid X amount and he would hand deliver it. Yeah. And he would hand deliver it. They had a whole thing here. And and it, Ace Fraley was with Gene Simmons. Yeah. Here in St. Louis not too long ago. So they were, for lack of a better term, friendly or at least could do business together. Mm-hmm. Uh probably not after this, because he's again, this is Gene Simmons saying Ace Fraley could come up on stage for a couple of songs, never would welcome him back as right. a member. Never be a full fledged. Because member. as you know, Gene Simmons has always said he's never touched drugs, never touched alcohol, right? So but he's touched women. Yeah, he has. And <clears throat> this is Ace Fraley's response on uh, Facebook. Quote, without a complete and heartfelt apology and offer to give me my old job back and removing Tommy Thayer, the guitar uh, the guitarist, from the throne that I created, S is going to hit the fan. And they'll, and it'll not, uh, and there's no stopping it. It's on. The gloves are off. And he went in, he went on to call Gene Simmons, quote, a sex addict who's being sued by multiple women. And he accused him of groping his wife in Los Angeles years ago. So he's saying Gene Simmons groped his wife years ago. And he says, quote, she was planning on pursuing a suit against you, but I told her to call it off. Wow. Why you would tell your wife to call off a suit? Maybe back then it was back it was a business it decision, business. a career decision, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, to whom it may concern, I know you're a fan of ACDC. Yes. Brian Johnson, not too long ago, was spotted leaving a recording studio with the rest of the band. This is about, about less than a year ago. So ever since then, it's, hey, is he back in the band? Is he back singing for the band? Is he there? Is, he, is it going to be him? And you would think so, but it looks like it's a kind of a yes because there's a band called Terrorizer that ran into Brian in a Florida airport, and they said, all right, I'm, we're just going to ask, what's the deal? And he said, I'm tired of denying it. It's true. Oh, great. So it looks like he is actually, no official word cool. from the band, but that's what he says anyway, if that uh, flips anybody's skirt this morning. That Dick Miller guy is in everything, but he's like the taxi driver and the garbage yeah. guy. Yeah, he's, he's the, the guy burbs. Guy. Ah. He's, the, he's the garbage guy in the yeah, burbs. garbage man in the burbs, which is probably what I'm thinking of. Uh, he's in used cars, which I saw a bunch uh, in, in the late 80s. He's in Project X, which is a movie I talked about not too long ago. Project you know, X? With, the uh, party Matthew. movie? No, no, no. The one with Matthew Broderick. Uh, I don't know that. You don't with, with don't the chimpanzees. When I think party, I think Matthew Broderick. 
Western no, Tales there was a project something or other that was, was about Project a, X about a party, which is one of my favorite movies. It's awesome. Project X is like uh, they were like testing Air Force things and G forces on chimpanzees, and Matthew Broderick breaks the monkeys out. You don't, you don't, you don't remember, I don't remember that. Movie. Your Project X is something government. His Project X is probably a rapper. It's a bro party. Now it's a bro party or a bro party. <laughs> oh, he was in inner space. You remember that one? I love that with Dennis Quaid. Yeah, and Martin Short. Yeah, this guy's in everything. Yeah, he's one of those guys that had steady work for his entire life. Like you look at his 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 filmography, and mm-hmm. it's hey, he's got he's Just got some steady work the entire time, two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. Lucky. Uh, anybody heard Ariana Grande's new song? It's called "Small Japanese Barbecue Grill." <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're going with this. She got some Japanese symbols inked on her hand, and it's supposed to be the title of her new song. The problem, the title of her new song isn't Small Japanese Barbecue Grill. It's supposed to be uh, Seven Rings. That's the name of the new song. Oh, God. Um, She posted a picture of it. Somebody pointed out uh, that that's not it. It's actually a small Japanese barbecue grill is what the the word or symbol is for. (laughs) Failed. And Look at that, I got Japanese symbols on it. Mm-hmm. Her reply was, oh, I got what? At least it's somewhere you can cover up with clothing. No, it's on, isn't it on oh, her hand? It's, it's on, on her palm, it's on her palm oh. which is actually is a good thing, and I'm sure you know this, but on the palm, out. the fingertips, all that, it's going to rub off pretty, quote unquote, pretty quickly. You wear gloves. For a tattoo. Maybe she's going to be a glove person. High five. I mean, <laughs> left hand. That is unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Idiot. They didn't double check that? Triple check it? You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> yeah, I, I know a friend that has some kanji on on his back and says like skyscraper or something. Oh no! And what what did he think it meant? Oh, I don't know, peace or like love or something. Who know, who knows? I know a guy that thinks he has his name on his arm still to this day. Won't won't accept that it doesn't say that. That's not how it works. It actually says shrimp fried rice. <laughs> it doesn't say number that. Number four. It's just Combo completely made up crap. Also, by the way, uh, two months ago, you guys remember we were talking about how her brother, Ariana Grande's brother, Frankie, uh, is was in a, uh, he was dating or he was married to another couple. Do you guys remember this? Yes. So he's he's gay and he was he's married. He was with another gay couple. What is it, two trisexual? Guys. Is that what they called it? Uh, I don't know what you it is, but they once? tried it and it didn't work out oh. because they're <laughs> shockingly they broke up. I I really thought they were going to make it, but uh, he was with a married couple. One was Daniel and the other is Mike, and he said being in a thruple a thruple. <laughs> Was oddly complicated, so uh, it didn't wind up. Oh, it was oddly complicated because there was three people instead of two. Right. Uh, Andy King, he's the breakout star of Netflix's version of the documentary about that fire festival. Yes, we all know him. Remember what he did to get the water? He's the guy that had to uh, or was asked to perform sexual favors on the uh, customs. uh, Yeah, the the customs customs official. In, in order a, to get the, bo- the the trucks of water. Yeah. And, by the way, I'm sure you know this, if you watch the document, the Netflix documentary version, he was ready to perform, by the way. Oh, yeah. That Billy McFarland said, hey, look, the water is caught up at customs. This is what I need you to do to go over to the guards and make them happy. And he was like, let me know where. He, he said he got in his car. Yeah. And was going to do it. He no, said no, he, was- he went all the way there. He offered it to the guy. And the guy said, it's okay. You don't have to do that. Oh, this just is, promise to pay us. Yeah, but he went there and offered it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, see, I haven't seen the Netflix version, but it says here was, quote, fully prepared oh, to yeah, do yeah. so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, viewers were 
like quickly put clips of him on the internet and said everybody needs an Andy King in their life. Everybody needs a guy that will do anything to make something happen. Who's my happen. Andy King? Exactly. <laughs> Who's my Andy King in the room? What do you, what do you need, Chris? <laughs> Who's your concierge? <laughs> I think we're all a combo of Andy King for you. We're all. Hey, you know, Andy. we just got shades in here. Because sometimes the sun would, you know, would would wash out the cameras. So somebody had Andy King it. <laughs> got us some shades. Think about yourself. King Scott staring at you really, really long. Think about yourself. Who are you and Andy King for? That'll make you dig a little deeper. Mm. Who would I do that for? Well, I'm not saying that, but, you know, maybe there's an equivalent. That's an above and beyond kind of thing. You need me to contract. do that to that guy? Okay, you got it, boss. <laughs> is there a human being in your life that you... Is the water chilled? First of all, I want to know if the bottle... It was heavy water. on water, by the no. way. <laughs> and if there's not, you're Billy McFarlane. If there's not somebody that you would go above and beyond for, then you are Billy McFarlane. No, Billy McFarlane is a monster. Mm. Exactly. If so he says, I want to perform sexual favors. No, guy you're so focused job. on the sexual favors. Stop. He's saying, We're saying if you would, like, if there's somebody out there that no matter what, they say, do this for me, and you go, okay, man, I'll get it done for you. You're if you don't lines. have somebody that you would do that for, you are Billy McFarlane, and yes, you are a monster. Billy McFarlane ripped people off and ruined lives. You, you don't, you're, how do you not get what we're trying to say here? Let's go back. Is there, Look at your life. Is there somebody you would cross lines like he crossed lines. Four. Four, yeah, to to to, to help. And remember so if I don't have that person, and I do, I do. Thank you, man. You're welcome, Jeff. <laughs> and I do. But if I don't have anybody like that in my life, then I'm a Billy McFarland. I mean, that it means that you're so self-focused on yourself, you care about no one else you know except what? for yourself. There's nothing wrong with looking out for number one. <laughs> okay. Well, Billy? Then why is, yeah, why is Billy McFarlane a bad guy then? Billy McFarlane was looking out for number one and taking advantage of everybody else most and ruining time, lives for number one. Most of the time, looking out for number one, but ripping people off does involve that. You don't. You could look out for yourself and not rip people off. Yes, but not, not at the core. You don't have to take advantage of somebody to. Advance your career and your life. You don't have to. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's as simple as that. I certainly don't think it's as black and white. I think it, it, at some point you always face, probably many points, you will face a loyalty scenario where you are sacrificing self. You are you you are forced to be selfish or selfless if you want to get it down to a, a black and white thing. And I think that's going to happen multiple times in everyone's life. A successful person and a Billy McFarland who doesn't wind up in jail type. Eventually, well, what about what about this guy? Uh, I mean, he just uh, posted himself a uh, a response to his new newfound uh, uh, fame, if you will. I'm blown away with the response of the documentary. It's a wrong choice of words. I'm my just friend. saying. <laughs> I'm blown away with the response of the documentary. Completely blown away. I'm now a noun, a verb, an adjective. It's mind-boggling. I just don't want to be necessarily known as the king of the world. I'm going to need you to uh, Andy King me a new microphone. Oh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Now I'm going to need you to go down to engineering and Andy King the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> God's raising his hand. Oh, yeah. That's go ahead, good, buddy. That's a good soldier. Yep. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> Uh, a few months back, we talked that director James Gunn, whom Disney had fired from Marvel's Guardians franchise in July. Over those, zone, yeah, James Gunn. Uh, over those insensitive tweets from back in the day, is writing the sequel to Suicide Squad. We had already talked about that. Well, he's now the front runner to also direct that film. Uh, he is in negotiations. Well, the guy's got a decent resume, so I would I would yeah. think that... So is this, like a, is this like an FU to them because this is a DC thing, or is it... Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, he's supposedly planning to take this thing in a, in a different direction, mostly all new cast and mostly all new actors as well. So I don't know if that's going to ruffle some feathers of the people who like the first one. So Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn has this new movie coming out. What's it called? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. So it's just her. It's her it and two her? other. It's her and two other superheroes. There was a teaser trailer. Yeah, stand by. It wasn't like a full-blown trailer. Yeah, it was just kind of her It was just her as Harley Quinn. Yeah. Doing her Harley Quinn thing. Man. She had quite the smile on her face, too. Remember when when that Suicide Squad broke and she was the Harley Quinn character? Remember the next Halloween? Everybody was Harley Quinn. Hell, I was. It's still happening. This Halloween Everybody thinks they could be Harley Quinn. So it's uh, Harley Quinn, Black Canary, and Huntress. And they take on... Somebody. Mm. Mm. And they take on an evil clown fist. Since the events of Suicide Squad, Batman has disappeared, leaving Gotham City unprotected from crime, and Harley Quinn has left the Joker. When Cassandra Kane, a young girl, comes across a diamond belonging to the crime lord, Black Mask, Harley joins forces with Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya to help protect her. Hmm. Well, yeah, I love the... Uh Everybody thinks they could pull off the Harley Quinn costume. Not everybody can. <laughs> uh, somebody says, Supervillains, Patrico, Birds of Prey is an anti-hero thing. Okay. Weird looking trailer. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Is you didn't the- know that? Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> Is Black tra- Mass looks pretty terrifying. Is the, by the trailer way. this 20 second see you yeah, soon a, thing a in a studio? It's yeah. a teaser. Yeah, it's more of a teaser. It's a teaser trailer. Trailer Me teaser. Tease. Uh, a trailer for the trailer now. Yeah. Yes. That's that's a new thing they've been doing. So Tuesday night, I watched The Masked Singer finally. It was a repeat. Last night, it was a new one. Didn't watch it. Uh, so does everybody know who got voted out? I did because I was right. Were you watching it? I didn't watch it last night, but I know who got eliminated. What? And I was correct. No, the, just before we get too far away from the Andy King thing, uh, <laughs> some, some, the memes are, for, are, uh, are really fantastic. funny. But the one that just got sent over might be the best one. It just says, now accepting, and says, choose your payment method. And it's got the Visa, the MasterCard, the American Express, and, and Andy then Andy King. King. <laughs> <laughs> I saw David Spade tweet that out last night. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the unicorn was voted out and revealed. Who was the unicorn? You guessed it right away. From from. The- All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Tori Spelling. See, Tori see, Spelling. The issue, the, the thing is this, and it's tough, you know, just to hear them sing and stuff like that. But the not clues- yuck Tori Spelling. It's like ah. Great. Tori Spelling. The the clues they give what a are what is what really <laughs> truly is is what I get it from. Oh. Everybody watching with their families though, all the kids went, Who's that? Yeah. Every time. 
And her uh, Tori Spelling's her um, her statement right away was, "Do you guys validate?" Oh, no, here's no. her here's her. Uh, this words. right now, uh, performing in front of people is my biggest fear in life. Um, <laughs> and um, I love singing with my kids, and I wanted them to know that they could be whatever they want to be. And so I did oh this show. God. But that's not true. What do you mean? You can't, can't be whatever, whatever you want to be. How many times we got to go through this? Yeah, you're right. My dad right. could never work in a submarine. It's too tall. Mm-hmm. That is weird. Uh, also, uh, <laughs> if you're a fan, uh, Mass Singer did get signed for a second season. By the way, I meant to mention this when we were talking uh, movies earlier with James Gunn and all that stuff. Uh, despite being fired from Bohemian Rhapsody, Brian Singer, still the director of record, he stands to make about $40 million from that movie. Hmm. Good work if you could get it. Yeah, and he got it. Being uh, a director of a hit movie. Uh, Peter Jackson has signed on to direct a film using the previously unseen, because there's still unseen footage of the Beatles. Somewhere, somehow, somebody found like 140 hours of audio, 55 hours of never-before-seen footage while they're recording Let It Be. And when the broken-hearted people living in... This was their last time, really, in the studio. Maybe they misunderstood let the words. I want to do this again. Eh, let it be. And they never went back again. He says it's going to be the ultimate fly on the wall experience. And if you're a Beatles fan, this is the kind of access and that sort of thing that you've and dreamt I about am. forever. I love the Beatles. No release date yet. Variety says likely 2020 to celebrate the 50th anniversary of of Well, let that it makes be. sense. Uh, Tony, man, I meant to send you this link. If you could pull this up, uh, it, you know the whole deep, the deep fakes thing. Yeah. Where you can make anybody's put anybody's face on anybody's body, right? Yeah, you know, they're talking about that with pornography. It's like, terrifying. I could digitally put somebody's face onto a body, and it, it, you almost can't even tell. Right. So. The Jennifer Lawrence one, and hopefully Tony, you get I that. I saw Have this this morning. This? Oh my God. So I up. hope it's as effective without did, the sound. Did you see it? Did With Steve Buscemi? Oh my God. It's <laughs> it's Steve Buscemi's body, uh Steve Buscemi's head on Jennifer Lawrence's body. And is and she's standing she's just standing behind uh, like a podium and answering questions, but still it is I would say nearly flawless. Would you know? Oh my agree? god. Oh, dude, it is terrifying. Kill it with fire. <laughs> It's so, that's so scary, though. The fact that you could actually digitally put a face onto a body. Dude. And it'd be almost seamless. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, just think about the, think about the safety implications. If, if someone wants to frame someone for, for, for things, which happens all the time with other data and all that. Now, they can show a, a, a jury a video of something. My good, yeah, let's see, you, look, you're committing right a crime. Right, I mean, look how flawless that looks. Well, Steve Buscemi is flawless. <laughs> oh my God, it's creepy. Get it off the screen. <laughs> we need to kill it with fire. <laughs> And uh, finally, uh, Pink's husband, otherwise known as Carrie Hart, getting a little heat from uh, the Instagram people because he put a video on Instagram of his seven-year-old daughter, Willow, uh, shooting a rifle. Well, Can I go? Whenever you're ready. Wait, is the safety on? It's off. Then there's a shot. Obviously, it's, it's a, a 22. 22 yeah. Under the supervision of her father, and it's a father teaching 
the kid about firearm respect. Which he goes on to say, he's like, from the beginning, we've been telling, and and I, I got into the gun world, what, a handful of years ago with, with everybody else here. I mean, I, at seven, did, I was, I, my father would take me shooting. It, it, before I got, you know, did the concealed carry and all that stuff, I would have been like, my gosh, a seven-year-old, there's no way. But the best thing that I was told years ago was to to teach so you don't fear it. Yeah, well. Because you're safer if you don't kids fear Kids that it. learn gun safety at a young age grow up to respect guns and not play with guns and know what to do if they find a gun and... Mm-hmm. Well, who's in trouble for this? Uh, he's not really in trouble, but Kerry Hart. He's getting heat. He's, he's getting heat from, you know, Pink, social Pink media Sons warriors oh, yeah. out there Dude, that saying, guy's awesome. oh, come on. That guy's super awesome. And, you know, there, there was no better bonding experience between me and my dad than when we used to go shooting. I will say I did this exact some my, same. Some of my greatest memories. Yeah, I did this exact same thing, and it was probably right around seven when my daughter and my son, for, for the first time, I took them shooting, and it was it was a safety lesson that they happened to be able to fire guns at. Yeah. But it was a safety lesson, mm-hmm. which had conversations that are still happening because of that experience. Yeah. First time I ever went with my dad, I never, ever touched the gun at all. We knocked over a liquor store, got a uh-huh. lot of money for it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Happy birthdays. Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons is 32. Justin Timberlake, 38. Bobby Moynihan is 42. Uh, Portia de Rossi, the uh, Ellen's she, wife. She, yeah, she was also on uh, Arrested Development. She is 46. Minnie Driver, 49. Jonathan Banks, that's Mike from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, is 72. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He's a baseball Hall of Famer, a pitchman for Advil, and dude can toss someone in one hell of a headlock and just start beating the top of their head. Nolan Ryan, 72 years young. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet, is Lisa Marie. And today's birthday girl, she's seen more sacks than every person that will be watching Super Bowl 53 on Sunday. <laughs> in 191 fine films, including Bust Full of Dollars, Last Whorehouse on the Left, Sloppy Hose, My Daughter Married Blackzilla, in a movie called Throats. Oh, that is. And who could forget her unforgettable role in Biggest Girth on Earth? Lisa Marie, 36 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrity. If you're anything like me going to the dentist, not your favorite thing in the world to do. But listen, it's a necessity. So when I go to Foley Dental Group in Maryville, Illinois, I made felt comfortable there. Massaging chairs. They got Netflix in every room. They got soothing music, fresh baked cookies when you're done. They know what they're doing over there. They make you feel easy and listen. They are the best at what they do. So if you need more information, it's simple. Just go to FoleyDentalGroup.com and don't be like me and wait so long. I'm now playing catch up when I could have played prevention. So go there, see them, see why they are the best in the business. FoleyDentalGroup.com is the website. It's Foley Dental Group out in Maryville, Illinois. The Rizzuto Show. Well, look who's here. John Patrico's here. I made it. Mr. St. Louis himself. That's right. <laughs> I'm just like the post office. I will be here. But just immediately when he walked in and, and Tony pointed it out. I mean, you are St. Louis out today. You got a blues hat on. You got a Cardinals jacket and a Mizzou sweatshirt. Yeah, I cover it all. I thought we were in the rally house here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I said. I'm walking advertising. Yeah, you are. You're a proud St. Louisan, right? Yes, I am. Uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. The journey begins today. The march towards the Craigslist Freak of the Year 2019. So we got three brand new ads for you today. And I know we uh, we sent you the ads yesterday. Initial thoughts, John? Oh, 
<laughs> oh, I mean, we're back, baby. I, I mean, me and my son, we've already had discussions about it. He already, oh, there's, there's a Craigslist finalist already. I thought, no way. He calls me as we're going over, and he goes, I don't get this ad. <laughs> and I have to, like, walk him through it. Uh, you know? And he still doesn't get it. I, and I, I have to walk him through it again. And finally he goes, just over my head. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we will uh, we'll get to the Craigslist Freak of the Week uh, in just a couple of minutes here. First, uh, some of your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Hey, what's up, dudes? Hey. Uh, avid and fairly new podcast listener here. I'm just now listening to the podcast from Monday morning, and you guys were vaguely talking about Moon's tra uh, traumatizing experience at a massage parlor. I don't think I'm familiar <laughs> with the story. Would love to hear it if Moon doesn't mind ta uh, telling it. Well, real quick, I'll set it up for you. This is okay. from Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. So Tony got like a Groupon or something for a massage parlor that opened up near his old house. He went on there and was basically basically assaulted. Uh, essentially, yeah. And it was your first ever massage experience. Ever. <laughs> it was uh, honestly, I never wanted to go get a massage because I was always afraid of. You know, I heard like you, when you would tell the stories, you'd be like, "Ah, fully nude," and I'm like, "Nope, I can't do that." Yeah, I, when I got a massage, I go fully nude. Yeah, in so, the car. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then I'll get this like mailer that uh, it's a you know something. Hey, you know, call go to go to this pretzel place and you get a free 15 piece pretzel with a large order and this and then it was like, "Hey, 30 minute massage, 15 bucks." I was like, "This is the perfect dip my toes in the water." Uh-huh. 15 bucks, 30 minutes. It's not like it's going to be something super long. I'll just test test it out. And I went and I should have known right away because the woman ripped down my underwear and told me fully nude, and then her hands roamed well, you, a lot. You talked about it. <laughs> then you know we said, all right, let's. Uh, maybe it was just a you thing. Well, maybe you're maybe you're you're overblowing it, exaggerating. Let's because Moon lived by you at the time. Mm -hmm. Let's send Moon in. Let's send Moon in to see if he had the same experience. And yeah, mm -hmm. well, remember he came in. First of all, when he first started telling the story, he didn't even realize that this was way not what was oh, supposed yeah. to happen. Oh, well, yeah. When I yeah, laid down, so the sheet went in the corner, and yeah. I, my, my butt cheeks were full out, and they were like, whoa. Whoa, like, whoa, that's not what yeah, you mean, no, what? I've never had a massage like that. They're like, that. that's not normal, man. I'm <laughs> like, I didn't know. And he's like, I don't what do you, know. What do you mean it's not normal? And then he went line by line of the well, abnormal. Yeah, and we said, let's send Moon in to see if he's got the same experience. Yeah, so undercover. I went in, and not only did I have the same experience. Yeah, he went undercover, uh -huh. deep undercover. I didn't go undercover. There was no cover. Yeah, he went under overcover. Yeah, and that was the first time. Even the massages I had before that, I had I would keep my underwear underwear because I just wasn't sure. Nope, not the case with this one. I got credit carded and uh, and then beyond. Basically, she took her hand and put it between your butt cheeks oh, like a credit card, right. like sliding a, sliding a credit card. There was a finger involved as well. It was oh. awful. It was it Whoa. was awful. I screamed. Oh, I, and I screamed. And I, didn't, nope. and I didn't. Oh yeah, remember he got he got because we said before he got credit carded and then the lady realized oh this is a chip and. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, and I screamed, nope. And, nope. And, oh, so I was. Nope, she said, nope, nope. Well, maybe. It was I a hearty nope. Uh, so that experience happened. And yeah, it was uh, confirmed that that was not a, a normal massage. I'm telling you. And I think I didn't. Normal we, for that place, apparently. We had the same person. No way. I thought we had the same person. And we realized that you got that treatment because she thought you were. Yeah, I think she thought on I was. On an gay. opposite team that I was on. Yeah. Hmm. Is this place still around? I don't know. We guess so. Yeah. Get the address. I don't know, but the, that's the, the crazy thing is for the Shut up. for the last three years, <laughs> I have been people will hit us up and just be like, "Hey, I'm just asking for a friend. Uh, can you tell us what is what I said? I, no, I would imagine the place was open after your experience swamped. My favorite is this. Yeah. Anybody wanted yeah. to go there? Well, we, we've never said the place, but my favorite is this. 
hey, man, I'm looking to get my first ever massage. What's the name of the place? I don't want to go there by mistake. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. yeah, you do. <laughs> okay. I'm asking for a friend. Hey, I did have a legit, um, so I had a, like, I mean, that was a hell of an experience that did not go well for mm -hmm. me. And uh, <laughs> my girlfriend wasn't happy either. Uh, so then uh, I have steered clear. And I carry a lot of stress on my back. I appreciate massages. I mm -hmm. need one. Last night was the first time I have had one since. since oh that wow! Experience. Look at you. Yeah, but I had a full spa experience. This is my first time at like a spa. Yeah, nice, huh? Really nice. Um, I was a little confused by. The, first of all, I had it to myself. This whole area, and I didn't know you were just supposed to do whatever you'd like in there. There's like Are you a sure a, they were open. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There, <laughs> okay. was, there was a sauna, a steam room. A hot tub, which wasn't all that hot. Uh, it's showers. Well, you know, you're also supposed to, you're supposed to go like station to station. Like there's like a circuit you do. Yeah. Well, I did the steam room for the first time ever. Holy They're nice, cow. aren't they? Well, I don't know. When it's, I, it's something to get adjusted to. When I first walked in, it was like the sprayers were on and it was yeah, like. it's hard to breathe. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I felt like I was inside a sock. Well, sometimes they put like, like a menthol, like a eucalyptus kind of right. thing in there to kind of open up your lungs a little bit. So first you go for the dry steam. The dry sauna, and then you go for the steam room, and then you hit the hot tub. Well, for after after the steam room, take a shower, then you hit the hot tub, kind of chill out there for a little while. Yeah, kind of relax. Think, I would think your body would go into shock doing all that different ones, like back to back. No, I've been yeah. to one was yeah, rough, dude. After you after you hit the steam room, you go in an ice bath. Oh, you jump in an ice bath. You just dip yourself, just a little dip in the ice bath. Hmm. And it kind of shocks you, and then you go into the hot tub. Oh, boy. Yeah. Steam room is crazy. I don't wear glasses. I don't wear contacts. And my eyes fogged up yeah. in the first 10 <laughs> I'm going tomorrow. I'm not kidding. Uh, it, was, it was crazy. I'm and going tomorrow. I was only in there for about six minutes. I was like, I'm going to pass out, and no one's going to oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> they can't see me. But, yeah, no one's going to know I'm in here. I, I went to a uh, chiropractor uh, yesterday about 510-ish, something like that. And it's a guy I've been to before, and I know him well and all that kind of stuff. And I just, same thing with you. I, I just, a lot of tension up here. My neck hurts a lot, mm -hmm. as you guys know. So I was just like, hey, can you crack me and just adjust me? That's all I want. And he said, yeah, sure, no problem. I laid down, and he did his thing. And I stood up, and I was like, wow, that feels great. That's weird. That you feel great? Yeah. And he was like, uh... That's why I'm here. I'm like, a doctor. And I was like, I didn't mean to disrespect you. Sorry. It was just instant relief, and I didn't expect that. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel like I might have disrespected him. Obviously, I didn't mean to. But I stood up, and I was like, oh, wow. Your witchcraft works, you, you know, is the, is the attitude that I gave him, which You're I good. certainly didn't mean, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, by the way, on the 90 minutes at least, because I was always like, you can just in an hour. I had an hour, and even she at the end was like... You are so your back is so messed up. You could easily do ninety, 90 minutes. minutes, and we still wouldn't even get in. So I said, "I've done a two-hour massage." Mm. I said, "Grab a lunch." Where's halftime? You know, where you kind of take a break and <laughs> two hours switch sides. Wow, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. No, I think I think the next time I go, which is going to be just in a few weeks, I may do two hours. I can't even imagine laying somewhere for two hours. Oh, that's great. If I'm not oh, napping, so I can't. Good. No. And I also had the anxiety while I was waiting in there. My stomach was bubbling and bubbling, and I was just afraid when he pressed down on me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was the only concern I had yesterday. Yeah. Next. Uh, Daily Podcaster here. I was the one that emailed a month or so ago about the closing the trunk of the lady at Costco. Remember this guy? Yeah. Okay. So, by the way, I emailed immediately to find out his age. He's 32. He says, I need some airport help. I know you guys fly quite a bit. Maybe you can help me figure out some things. This is my first flight. Oh, at 32, huh? So, I'm really nervous. My flight departs at 3.50 p.m. What is a good time to arrive? What do they say now? Get there eight hours before your flight <laughs> with the... <laughs> uh, you'll be fine. What time's this flight? 
Five th- or I'm sorry, 3.50 p.m. Uh, get there, too. Get there by 2.15. Two, two yeah, you'll be you'll fine. You'll be fine. This shows that, and I'm not, I'm not bagging on the guy because I've emailed back and forth with him a bit, so I'm not doing that at all. But he says, uh, my flight departs at 3.50. What's a good time to arrive? It's with Delta to my location and American Airlines on the way back. Also, both flights have stops. Do I stay in the same plane that I arrived in, or do I have to switch planes? And how do I even know if I have to switch planes? And if I do, do you have, have two to, different airlines, yeah. And if I, no, 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 the, no, no, it's just on the his, way back. His one, on his way there or on his way back, one trip, either there or back, he has to. There's a stop. Okay. Right. There's so a he's wondering if they, you have to, yeah, layover. Yeah. They'll tell you. It should yeah. have it on your ticket. Yeah, but even even if it's the same plane, almost all the time they'll make Southwest. You, they'll, st- they'll, they'll make it Southwest. Plane. They keep you on the plane sometimes. I doubt that that's going to happen here. And he said he's flying Delta. Oh, Delta. Southwest, they make you stay on the plane. Yeah, when I went to, uh, when I flew from, I believe it was Austin. I went from Austin to Dallas, Dallas home. And when I when we landed in Dallas, I sat in the plane. And other people boarded. And then we Was it home. Southwest? Yes. Yeah. I think that's a Southwest thing. Yeah. They'll, but they'll tell they'll you. They'll tell you if they'll you're staying you. on there. Right. And if you don't hear anything like that, and there's people not still sitting around, you get off the well, plane. Just ask. Look up whatever your flight number is for your next one, find the gate, and go sit and wait. That, that kind of answers his next question. He was like, hey, if I do have to change flights, how hard is it for me to run to the other one? It's not. Yeah, and by the way, when you get to Lambert, is, though. at Lambert, TSA lines are not that that bad. So Yeah. Also, uh, does it cost a lot to park, or does it cost at all to park at the airport, or should I get a ride? Yes. If, what are you going for? If it's it a couple days, consider one of those... Uh, Parking spot things, there's like four of them. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. I think there's five or six in the area. Right, I always park at the one that you can see from the highway. Easy, Cypress. Easy something, mm-hmm. or I forgot what I think that's, is on Cypress or something like yeah, that? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a bunch it's of not It's not like a day it's all or, outside, but it's cheaper. Yeah, it's half the price, maybe a quarter of the price, but you got to deal with uh, you get the shuttles. Shuttle. So yeah, add it's a little bit more bad. time. Yeah. It's not that bad. It really isn't. And, you know, if you get a ride, I mean, whoever you're going with probably has ridden on a plane before, so, you know, get more info from them. Yeah, but if the company's paying for it, park at the airport. Way easier. Yeah, and then save your receipt. Next. Uh, My fiancé is a welder and has welder hands. I have asked him to get a manicure or two before the wedding. He has sharply said no. He says that it is not something men do and that he does not want to take that back to the job site and all the co-workers and the friends. (laughs) We've agreed to You don't have to get pink nails. Right. (laughs) We have agreed to leave it to you guys to decide if he should or he should not. Have you ever had a manicure? I have not. Have you, Jeff? I have not, but I am for them. I am not against John them. John Patrico, have you ever had a manicure? I have not. And he never will. And I work outside. You Would know, you but... ever consider getting a manicure? Like some, like going to... I don't think most men know what a manicure is. Going to a place and having a woman file your nails down. Uh, no. It's all I would never. what what they're doing is really just like fixing the cuticles, all the stuff that's that's, that's up embedded here. inside. Yeah, and yeah. It, all it does is improve the health. It's 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 almost like a conditioning for your hair. You're just conditioning. You know, because when your, when your you nails. think manicures, you think, oh, but, I'm gonna get what, but nail polish. And, no, uh, that's not how it when is. When I look at the line the line of work that I'm in, it doesn't make sense to though. Yeah, but this person. Well, you don't do it for work. You do it for an event. Yeah, their hands are gonna be in these yeah. his photos for for rings and and I, this you know, and that. I mean, I am not, no way I would ever get, you know. I've had yeah. one. There's if just I no reason to, for one, right? Right. I've had one before. But for I mean, a wedding, if my 
future wife said, I want you, I probably would. Right. What happened yeah. to mom? Do the favor for her. <laughs> what? Well, we'll tell you. I, I, I've had one done. Out. I think it's, I, I don't go. I mean, I, I think guess, I had like one or two. Yeah, I guess you and Moon probably would have had one done. And if it would, if I would have done it, I, I'm not against it. I just no. never, I'm not, a, I'm not against it. I'm not for, I'm, I, you know, I don't go all the time. Right. I haven't had one, but I've had somebody like look at my nails and take care of them a little oh, bit. Oh, you haven't had one? No, I haven't had one. But I mean, I, I would. I mean, yeah. if, if, if the money, if I wanted to spend the money on that, I, I would. And if I was asked to for wedding photos, of course eh, it's I would. Not that, it's, you know. If this is a metric of your masculinity, sir, and for some reason it's yeah. below your line of integrity, then don't do it. You're but, a welder. Come on. Yeah. That's pretty masculine. And do you That's really have manly. to advertise that you had it done? Right. Why would you, oh, why would you go to work and say, hey, guys. Oh, shiny fingers look, look over there. there. Yeah, you don't even need to. You don't need to get nail it. polish. Get over it. Stop it. Thank you, John. Wow. <laughs> if John Patrico's telling you to get over it, I uh, think there's yeah. an answer. I mean. The man took a saw to the face and drove himself to the hospital. <laughs> and com- yeah. Complained. On purpose. And complained. Uh, but the- I got a headache. <laughs> <laughs> and took the long ray. Yeah. Next. Uh, we had, <laughs> regarding the email from the guy who got uh, a notice about an accident involving a car that he no longer owns. Remember, we had an email from a guy who All right, John, hey, what would you do yeah. in this situation? You are... You own a new car. You got a new car, but whoever had your old car got into some kind of accident with somebody, and they think I don't know for some reason there was a, a paperwork mix-up. They think you were driving your old car, and you got contacted by a lawyer. Okay, what would you do? What would you do? I'd say I don't own that car no more, and and I'm, maybe gather proof of it. Yeah, I'd say whatever. you know here's a bill of sale. I'm sure you signed something when you sold it, and just say sorry, wrong guy. So, what's his email? Our email, it says he needs to contact his insurance company. While the impulse is to defend yourself, which is what we all did, you can sometimes make it worse legally. He pays for insurance to protect his interests. As a claims adjuster, our emailer says, I speak from experience. That's the way to go. if, If he's speaking from experience, okay, I mean, who am I to say anything? But that doesn't seem to make sense to me. Right. Like, when I call Tracy Bibb, my insurance agent... Well, that? maybe you would because then then Tracy would say, "Here's when the policy on that old car ended, so therefore he didn't own it." When yeah, but if I have a bill of sale on a title transfer, he, I got that too. Yes, but isn't it easier to call your insurance person and your insurance person takes it from there as opposed or to you say to the lawyer? How about I fax you over the title and bill of sale? I mean, if that's not good enough for them, I don't know what you know. I mean, the next step would be, I guess, I would go to my insurance company and say. I'm getting hassled about this. What can right. I do? Yeah. And then yeah. Tracy would say, here's proof that I stopped insuring that yeah, car on so. this date. And then the next step would be just cage fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wrestle. Next. Uh, hello. Happy birthday, Riz. This one's uh, this one's uh, just gather in here. Huge fan of the show. I listen to your podcast every day from work. Tonight, I experienced something off-putting on my way home. I'm a woman in my late 20s. Live in a pretty quiet neighborhood in Belleville. There are only two entrances into my neighborhood. Both are on the north side. I um, I live in the very back of the neighborhood against a cornfield. I think that plays into the situation. I get home from work about 11 p.m. on weekdays. I pulled into my neighborhood and started making my way to my house. I noticed a ways down the road there was a car sitting at a stop sign. As I got closer to the car, it wasn't moving. At, this, uh, at the stop sign, I need to make a left to get to my house. So instead of waiting for this car that wasn't moving, I just went around him instead. I pulled up next to him for a brief second, then made my left turn, drove a few feet, looked in my rearview mirror, and suddenly he took a left and started following me. My house was pretty close, 
but uh, something felt off. So instead of pulling in and parking in front of my house like I normally would, I decided to keep driving down the street. He never stopped in any of the houses. I ended up making another loop back to the main road, turned right, and headed out of my neighborhood. He followed me. I wasn't comfortable with how close he was, so I sped up and decided to drive completely out of the neighborhood to see if he follows. I get to the front of the subdivision, turn right onto the main road, which is a five-lane road. I look at my rearview mirror, and he also turned right, but then immediately made a U-turn and went the other way. Hmm. I drove to the nearest gas station, turned around, and went back home. I didn't see the car or the guy driving around. I parked That's crazy. and immediately called my wife. Or just coincidence. As I was getting out of the car and walking in. She thinks I'm paranoid and overreacting. What do you guys think? Hmm. My first thought was, why didn't you call the wife right away? Or drive to police station. Or drive, yeah, I mean that too. But I would be like, hey, man, I just entered our neighborhood. This dude's kind of creepy. Talk to me on the phone until I get inside the house. No, I think she did the right thing. I would not have acknowledged my house. Yeah, I wouldn't have stopped Because if he's following you, then yeah, he knows, I would he knows where he lives. I would have e- gone. Either way, wouldn't you pick up the phone right away and say, all right, well, I'd be I'm contacting out somebody. Right well, I mean, you're also, with me. you're also trying to pay attention to what this person is doing behind you, too. You're probably yeah. not thinking, like, I should pick up the phone. Let me just keep my eye on this guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think she did the right thing by kind right, of driving for, around. For him to make that many turns with her, or that. That's weird. That's and the fact that it was 11 p.m., it's kind of a hidden-away yeah, thing. And that, the big cornfield next to hey, the— And, and St. Charles, there was, story, there was a story up before the new year of, uh, of, of a woman being followed home and being robbed in her garage. Mm-hmm. They took her, like, wedding ring, and she had just come from the casino and robbed her. Yeah, I guess you can't be too careful. No, not today. All right, one more, Jeff. Uh, Hey, guys, I am one of your original listeners and uh, started listening to The Point on its first day uh, when Les Aaron was around. He mentions uh, good old Les. I also used to listen to uh, Burton when he had his uh, his own show, Another Station. Thank you. He is old. Uh, I'm old and in my 40s. Anyways, I can't begin my day without listening to your podcast. Thank you. I uh, feel a bit lost without it. You all completely, uh, you all complete me. My husband says I have separate personalities just like you guys. She has bringing up a Netflix documentary that she wants us to watch. It's called Root Cause. Root What's Cause. What's it about? I saw it. And that. it's. Uh, oh, you saw it? No, no, no. I, I'm sorry. I just saw it on the I list. I saw it too. I saw what the. It? Uh, it, it's about a guy who, it's, it's about the fact that when you go in and get a root canal, it can open up health issues throughout your entire body. Oh, Apparently really? It happened to this guy. Yeah. And in the trailer, they're saying that he goes, uh, they, they say something to the effect of look at the amount of women that have breast cancer. If you have it on the right side, chances are you had a root canal on that right oh side. Oh, my God. Really? That, that sort of connection to it. Okay. Well, that's. And there's not much really here to see in Another the Another documentary to make local. me uh, paranoid yeah, about yeah, whatever. The part about so, the, there we go. Yeah. Root cause. And that's from Wendy. <laughs> I'll Thank put you. that in the old queue. All right. Who's hungry? Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill. They got new menu items out there for you, weirdos. Hot Shots has all your favorite staples, burgers, pizzas, award-winning wings. But they've added some new stuff to the mix, like a giant Italian beef sandwich, a giant pulled pork sandwich, a new section of loaded fries, including the queso bacon fries, loaded pizza fries. Also try the brand new Hangover Burger, which is a third pound all-natural burger topped with a fried egg, cheddar cheese, and Hot Shots chili served slinger style. Check out the full menu at hotshotsnet.com. Lunch, dinner, happy hour. Hot Shots. All the games, all the time.
Roman Atwood, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Welcome back to phone number 314-692-5537. 314-6-WALKER. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz, the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Emails, Riz show, at 1057thepoint.com. John Patrico's here. This is it. We begin the journey today. Yep. The march towards the Freak of the Year 2019. We have three brand new ads for you. We're all tied for first right now. That's right. And these are from the worldwide Craigslist. Remember, they shut down the personals here in the state, so we had to, uh, you know, expand our expand our borders. And it's the personal ads, the misconnections, for sale, help on and on stuff. We scour Craigslist worldwide. And we find our favorite ads. John reads them to you. And based on your votes, one of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Vying to get etched on the Jerry Sandusky Memorial plaque. Last year was, uh, was whom? Ancestor Gadget, that's right. Yes, I was like, I, I wanted to say Candad Camera, but that's the... Uh, that's the Tournament of Champions That's the Tournament winner. of Champions winner, yeah. <laughs> last year was Ancestor Gadget. It's like three weeks later, you don't remember who won the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. That sort of thing. Who and won you, last year, Jeff? you don't want to know. <laughs> who won the Super Bowl last year? Oh, come on, Oh, Jeff. the Eagles. That's right. Who won the World Series? Uh, Red Sox. The Red Sox. Is that right? Yeah. yeah Who nice. won the Highlight Championship? <laughs> the Red Sox. <laughs> the Red Sox. Okay, so chat rumors. If you guys would, your name suggestions, please. Get into the chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. And uh, once John is done reading the third and final ad, the votes will be open via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. John, you ready to go? Let's do it. Here we go. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Ad number one. Warm up this 4X teddy bear. Man for man, 54-year-old, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. It's cold up north, and I am looking for a cozy, cuddly, warm bear. Want to snuggle up next to a big fella and stay warm this winter? I own a small cabin, and it's in the middle of Nowhereville. So nobody will be able to hear us. Who are you? You are between 19 and 22 and willing to stay at least three weeks with me. Who am I? I'm a 54, 5 foot 8, and 477 pounds of irresistible man meat. Don't let my size fool you. I can still find it and still get at it. Some positions are oft the table, but when we find the right spot for us both, be prepared for ecstasy. When you get here, I do need you to bring some items. I will need some beer, some pretzels, some serpents bite apple cider, 10 boxes of Smarties, <laughs> a few bags of original flavored hickory sticks, and as many big Turk bars you can get your hands on. When I sexually satisfy you to your liking, you can reward me in the form of some delicious snack. If I don't satisfy you, punish me. Slap, punch, kick, pinch my nips. Whatever it takes. Please send a picture of your young face and your boyish bod 
when responding. I look forward to setting this up soon. 420 and some Snow White are okay. Cheers. All right, there is our uh, our first ad. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love is on, on these particular types of things, how people code things. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out what 420 and some Snow White would be. Well, believe me, and I asked. He also I, asked. Uh, <laughs> don't start over there. You know, the uh, the I got a nice. cabin in the middle of Nowheresville, and uh, nobody will be able to hear us. That means, you know, that's code for murdering. No, I, mean, I thought that was security. That's not. <laughs> and this is almost like it's a pet. Punish me. Come on, give me some food. Slap, punch, kick, pinch my nips, whatever it takes. He's a 477 pounds of irresistible man meat. Yeah. And I need you for three weeks. <laughs> I, like the, I like the list, though. I mean, that's a pretty solid list. Some beer, some pretzels, some candy. I don't candy. know what Big Turk bars are. I don't know. I don't know either. Let me look it up. Is it a Canadian thing? Big Turk bar. Anybody heard of Serpent's Bite Apple Cider? Big Turk is a candy bar manufactured by Nestle Canada that consists of dark magenta Turkish delight coated in chocolate coating. Mm, sounds great. Oh, count me really in. Good without good. the dude. That sounds fantastic. See what, see what it looks like. Oh, they got Big Turk minis. The old Big Turk. That looks really good. Oh, it don't oh, look those good, are good. <laughs> oh, what, what's in them? It's like a wafer. Oh, wow. That looks oh. great. And then turf. what'd you say? Something serpent? What? Deadly? Serpent's bite apple cider. Serpent's bite apple cider whiskey. There it is. Oh, I think I've seen that before. Serpent's bite. I mean, I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. <laughs> uh, what about a hickory sticks? <laughs> hickory like a, sticks. Is that like a beef jerky? Oh, no. That's no, like, those, uh, those look like those fries. Onion fries. Oh, oh yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, those look uh, like uh, a hostess makes them. Uh, yeah, like those. They're called potato sticks. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. All right, well, okay, you're interested. A four X teddy bear <laughs> in Canada. There's Alberta. no protein in anything that he's asking for, guys. Oh, that's why he's. You think he really cares? Uh, let's get some names for uh, this fella. Uh, there's a couple that came over that are that are really good. We've got uh, Grizzly Adams. I think we've used that one though. Uh, Not bad though. Ted Bundley. I think it's good. Yeah. I also like Kenny Lodgins. <laughs> All right. That's it. Kenny Lodgins. That's a good name. All right. Kenny Lodgins is, <laughs> is uh, nominee number one. Uh, let's get to nominee number two. John, ready? Yep. Here we go. I fell in love during birth. Man for woman, 22-year-old. Mangan, Taiwan. Greetings. Odd request here. I was eating dinner at Blessed Oyster on Tuesday of last week. You sat two tables away from my family. You started laboring and breathing heavily, and I noticed something was wrong. A few moments later, you went into labor. It was a sight I will never forget. Impressive, beautiful, lovely. Oh. For some reason, I connected eyes with you and your newborn child. I've been a changed man ever since then. I do not know your situation, but I am willing to leave mine behind if you are interested. I know you felt our connection. I know that your child locked eyes with me and already considered me their husband. What did you name the child? When the child comes of age, 
Will you allow us to marry? I come from a wealthy family. We have land and quite a bit of influence in the area. It is never too soon to be thinking about the future of your child. We can meet up as soon as possible if you would like to discuss payment and details. Please respond quickly so I can start thinking about us spending the rest of our lives together. All right. I'm that's going home. I, I mean, I'm this, this just <laughs> confused me so much. That's from uh, Taiwan. I mean, me and Tone argued about this one. Wow. So at first I thought he was falling in love with the mom. That's He's what mean. I thought. Then she goes, no, 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 no. It's no, no. The this infant is child. When the child becomes of age, will you allow us to marry? Oh, well, as long as it's of age, that's not weird. <laughs> I mean, it says it right there. <laughs> yeah. So this woman gave birth in the restaurant? Yeah. Wow, that's... And an oyster, what are you eating oysters for when you're pregnant? You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I mean, at Joe's Crab Shack, I'm sure they have other stuff besides crab. <laughs> <laughs> Guess you're right. <laughs> I, I, I don't... This... I Thoughts, just, Moon, on this one? I read this and just kind of... Yeah, I, I see... Um, Our eyes locked. Really? With old world sort of things, you think, like, the betrothal, like, maybe maybe he's crazy out there, uh, uh, criminal, he's in a kid's or something like that. Maybe he's in love with the mom and wants a, a connection there, and his old world thinking that in 18 years... Well, he can be connected to this I family? would like to discuss payment and details. It's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. And interesting way to put things at the end there. This is, this yeah. is a documentary in the making. How old right did here. he say he is? 22. 22. Oh, my gosh. That's this so, a, he won't be too old when she gets so 18. Stop! This is a potential <laughs> finalist or uh, <laughs> or so confusing that it just gets washed out. I mean, don't tie yourself down to one person at, tw- at the age of 22. <laughs> it's way too early. He'll wait. Uh, you know. Very confusing. Oh yeah, yeah I, I, I just, I would, I would like to, I, I would, I want to say we need to know more, but I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I think we know enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, names. <laughs> I mean, we've got a couple names that that we've seen before, like Jason Bourne, uh, Pop Warner. Oh, I don't Jason Bourne. Have we used Jason Bourne before? Oh, dude, nothing compares to this name that came over. Peter Labriel. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nothing can even come close to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Peter. <laughs> the greatest. I mean, that, you're starting the year strong, guys. Yeah, Peter the bar too high. It's day one. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do something with Pauly Shore's name to keep the bar? Um, All right. That's uh, your... Uh, your second ad for you, and John Who was that? I got to give them credit, whoever the hell that was, because that was a great name. I don't know where it went here, though. But So let's get to ad number three. John, ready? Yep. Here we go. Trade sex for doppelganger, elimination, woman for anyone. 36-year-old, Kreuzberg, Germany. I cannot stress enough to you how privacy and trust is a must. This is not an elaborate joke. I have a doppelganger who is running around town ruining my reputation. It has come to the point that I am losing job opportunities. It's ruining relationships and now even my family doesn't trust me. Everyone thinks I'm crazy but I can assure you I am not. (laughs) This person looks exactly like me. If I believe in it I would even think she is my exact clone. 
Chapman. She is tall, blonde hair, large breast, and very athletic. I need her taken care of now. I'm willing to trade anything you wish to do sexually for your services. And it doesn't matter how you do it or what you do with her. I just need her out of Krusenberg. I have no limitations as to what you can do to me. It will be the biggest relief of my life. So I am happy to provide you with whatever relief you need. I do ask that if you do make contact with her, please do not let her know I sent you. She will most definitely seek revenge. If you tell her that I sent you, you must kill her. Oh my God. We can meet up at the Turkish market and discuss more details. Again, if you can prove to me that she is no longer around, have your way with me. If you are serious, respond to this post and we can meet up and discuss other details. No particulars through messages. Thank you. I need your help so badly. So, does this woman want the other woman murdered? I mean, yeah. she says if it comes to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it says don't get in any particulars through messages, but you must kill her. <laughs> but you're going to put this all on Craigslist? Well, if she, yeah. You know. If she wins, you're going to have to send her a ward to jail because yeah. she's there. I mean. <laughs> I'm serious. She's already there. She just needs her out of town by I any means. I mean, she's necessary. looking for a hitman. I mean, this is what, bottom line, that's what she's looking for. We know of somebody that tried to pull this and they were in jail. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Are they out now? I think they're out now. Yep, they're out. All right, this is from uh, Kreuzberg, Germany. Trade sex for doppelganger elimination. So find my doppelganger, get rid of her. No matter how you do it, don't care. Just don't tell her it's coming for me because then you'll have to kill her. (laughs) And uh, I'll trade sex. What is this person doing, quote, running around town ruining the reputation? Yeah. Man. (laughs) I wonder what kind of reputation this woman already has. Right. Trying to ruin my reputation, I gotta go to Craigslist and get a killer. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for this. That's what I said. See what this has done to me. All right, names. Uh, we've got a couple. Harley Twin, I think, is pretty Ooh, good. Also, bad. Mary Kate and Smashley, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, we've got Twinny the Pooh, Samey like, Winehouse. I like a Harley Twin. Okay. Samey Winehouse is pretty good too. <laughs> so, should we do Samey Winehouse? Let's do Samey. All right, I'm making a name, name change. Samey <laughs> Winehouse. All right, there you go. There are your three nominees. Wow. Up for a vote. All musicians on, on the board. Yeah. <laughs> Vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. So you got Kenny Lodgins. That is the uh, 4X guy that's looking for a young little 19 to 22-year-old guy to bring him some snacks and shack up with him for three, week- three weeks. There's going to be some sex, and don't worry, he's got a cabin where nobody's going to hear you scream. Oh, by the way, uh, pot and blower, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, 420, Snow, Snow, yeah. Snow White, all good. Oh my God. Oh, All right, uh, nominee number two is uh, Peter Labriel. That is the guy <laughs> who, uh, a 22-year-old, watched a woman give birth in a restaurant, locked eyes with the brand newborn baby, and said, I got to marry that kid. So, can he? When she's of age. Mm-hmm. And then you just heard from uh, Sammy Winehouse. <laughs> All right, John, yeah. for the first time in this competition, yes. who are we voting for? 
I don't, you know, normally I would say, oh yeah, number two. I just, to me, number two just needs a lot more questions asked. I just don't know the whole story here. With a bit of therapy, number two will be all right. Yeah, no, <laughs> I just ask those questions is the authorities, John. Well, that's true, but I, you know what? I'm going to go number one. All right, well, not, let us know not, what you're going to go number one get back. This, she wants you there for three weeks, and God knows what's going to happen then. Or he, I mean. All right, unfortunately, John, I think you're going to get smoked by number two. I'm, I don't know. I'm voting for number I, two. I, I don't understand all of it. This man, the thought of, of marrying a newborn immediately after being born is unbelievable. Due to a connection made when you locked eyes with the kid on the oyster bar floor. And there was no locking eyes. A newborn eyes oyster. aren't even open. Peter, Peter you look familiar. Yeah. Have there's, we met before? There's no opened eyes on a newborn. So, I mean, there's no locking eyes. Moon, am I am I to assume number two? Four words, Peter Labriel. <laughs> Jeff? Yeah, I'm starting the engraver uh, right now. No. King Scott? Two. Tones? Peter, mother effing labor. Uh, I just, I, I won't go there. Can't. All right. There they are. Mm. There are your three. Vote via Twitter at RIZZ Show, and we'll have the winner tomorrow morning when we sign on. This way we give the uh, podcasters chance to cast their votes. Uh, up after the break, guys, shall we give away some stuff? Sure. All right. Let's give away some prizes. We got, I think, one pair of tickets left for the big summer show with Third Eye Blind and Jimmy Eat World at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater happening on June the 25th. And we got a couple pairs of tickets for Saturday night's birth month show with Fragile Porcelain Mice over at Delmar Hall. The game after the break is Will John Know It? No. Will John know it? <laughs> Tony told me about a game. So, this game is very simple. Right. We usually don't tell you. I hey, know this you game don't. is very simple. We will give you a year. Yeah. Your job is to tell us what the year end number one Billboard pop song was. Oh, we'll play you a clip. Music. Why do we'll, you do we'll this? Play, we'll play this. Hey, John, this is in your wheelhouse here. I mean, uh-huh. we got songs from the 60s. Uh huh. Uh huh. Songs uh, from the 80s. Uh, These are big, massive number one songs, John. I know. The 30s, right? My area. <laughs> I mean, we got 10 songs all together. So out of 10, how many will John get right? We are getting closer and closer to some amazing basketball action with Arch Madness 2019. St. Louis is the home of the State Farm 2019 Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament. It's at Enterprise Center March 7th through the 10th. For news and ticket information, just go to archmadness.com or give them a call 1-800-745-3000. The best basketball happens right here at Enterprise Center. You can get four-day tournament passes with great discounts available. Again, all you have to do is go to the Enterprise Center box office or just call 1-800-745-3000. March 7th through the 10th, it is the State Farm 2019 Missouri Valley Conference Men's Basketball Tournament. Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Everybody's stuffing their faces with donuts. Oh, oh man, gosh, I'm going I'm to pay for this. They knocked me down to get over to this box. <laughs> I oh, apologize. <laughs> Big thanks to uh, Vincent Van Donut for dropping off. Oh, my God. I, 
I th honestly, I, they're my favorites. Yeah. The best donut in St. Louis. I love them. I have me a long john right now. Where are they located? Whenever I see the uh, the Vincent Van Donut like truck, yeah. the food truck, gotta donut. get me a donut. Where are they at? Uh, they've got a they've got a store here. I'm looking it up right now. They have a truck. It started as a truck. Oh really? And it, did yeah, it start a as truck. a truck? Yeah. But they got a they got a brick and mortar place. Clayton and the Grove. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they're looking to expand too. It's a good place. Right. Yeah. That's a good place. Thank you very much for the donuts, oh, man. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? This Big is the fan. first time that I've had their like standard, regular, like just a vanilla icing donut. Mm -hmm. Usually, it's always like the, their their fancier ones. That was fantastic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So we got tickets for the uh, Saturday show with Fragile Porcelain Mice over at Delmar Hall. We got tickets for the Big Summer Show with Third Eye Blind and Jimmy Eat World at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater on June the twenty fifth. Let's, uh, let's give them away. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free stuff. All right, so the game we're playing is Will John Know It? Yeah. And these are year-end number ones. So we're going to play John Patrico a song clip, and he's going to tell us what the song is. So we're going to do, we'll do artist or title. Okay. Hey. Artist or title. Give me, yeah, give me a chance. You got a chance here. Okay. I mean, these are Billboard... Top 100 number one songs for I the year. I know, years. but that doesn't mean a whole lot to me. I'm not in. I'm not big with music, but I I, it's okay. I'll try. I tell you what, with that kind of confidence, you're gonna <laughs> nail it, man. So out of you ten, know. how many will John get right? And uh, Price Right rules with this. All right, let's get uh, some contestants here. Uh, Jesse and Festus. Hello, Jesse. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey. All right, Jesse. Out of ten, how many will John get right? Uh, two. Title boy. All right. <laughs> going for the win, John. He's going for the win. Anthony. Obviously. Anthony Nafton. Hi. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, buddy. Out of ha out of ten, how many will John get right? I'm going to say four. Four. Okay. Mm, that's pretty good. And Mike in Belleville. Hello, Mike. Hey, how's it going? All right, Mike. Out of ten. Uh, five. Five. Okay. Let's go to Jeff Burton. Out of ten, how many is he going to get right? <laughs> Can I choose the same thing at one of our... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I, I wrote down four. Because I think he'll know more than that, but I think he might get flustered. Moon, what do you think? If oh, I was me? first flustered, yeah. really? If I was first to guess, I would say uh, four. But after their, uh, no, their just guesses, I, not even you're uh, not playing for anything. I'm gonna say three. You know, but it's artist or song, right? Don't yeah. look at me. <laughs> confidence on the man. I'm I have go more six. confidence. Can I go, go six? Yeah, I'm gonna go six. Just a few minutes changing. ago, you said he. You got. This. Hey, girls. Jeff's hey, girls. Three. Ladies. Jeff's changing the six. I went six. Just Tony. What do you think? I'm gonna say five. Lady. Five. I didn't mean you. I'm gonna say four. Okay. I'm going to say, say 10. Yeah. I hope so, John. Boy. See? And that's I why hope so, John. That. That's why we did that. For your sake. You <laughs> For my sake. Bit. All right, here we go. Yeah. Number one. Okay. Number one. So these are songs, song titles, or artists, and it counts. Here we go. Your number one song. Should I give him the year first? Yeah, I say we give him the year. Here's the number one song from 1965. Wow. <laughs> Wooly Bully. Wooly Bully! Artist? Uh, Bull Bromwell? Yeah, it's uh, Sam the Sham. Oh, Sam the uh, Sham. The barrels. Sam the Sham. Right, one right. All right. One right, John. Okay, thanks. Now okay. we'll go to 2000 and I'm done. Nope. Stop it. <laughs> Here is a song mm -hmm. from 1987. Okay. 1987. Artist or title? 
Can't think of the title. Go Go Girls. You said the Go Go's. Yeah. Uh, walk like an Egyptian. Walk like an Egyptian. I, I knew the song. I just didn't know the title. From the moon. From the soundtrack. No, from the, from the Bengals. The oh, Bengals. oh, sorry. That lead no. singer. What was her name? Or what is her name? Susanna Hoff. Her eyes. Remember her eyes. Susanna Hoff. 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 Yeah. Susanna Hoff's eyes. Okay. Damn. All right. Here is a song yeah. from 2014. Oh, Member. boy. Member. I Artist know. or title. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Billboard number one songs. Year end number one. This song was huge. Happy. Everywhere. I'm sorry. What is it? Happy. Is it happy? Because I'm because you're, that's too right, Johnson. Who's the, who's the artist? I can't say, I know. Pharrell Williams. Pharrell Williams. Yeah. Pharrell Williams. He would have got it. Everybody give him another five seconds. Yeah, gotten. probably. Here we go. Two. Wow. Your fourth song from 1958. Wow. Show me tossing and turning. I was tossing and turning. That's to show you how old I am. Tossing and turning all night. What is it? Turn my pillow. Who's the picket? Perry Como? No, Bobby Lewis. Bobby Lewis. That's three. You got three. Well, I got three. Who picked number two? He's out. Good math, John. Good math. 1993's Okay Year end Number one song My darling you Maybe you're just like my mother Hang on, 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 When you go brain dead, my God, who doesn't know this woman? I'm taking so goodbye. I just can't believe I cannot think of this. This is why I originally went for it. Damn it, you give up? I give up, and I hate to. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. I can't. I apologize for that one. There's no reason not to know that one. Bobby Brown said the doors wants to beat you up. Oh, I'm telling you, I am really upset not knowing that one. All right, that's one wrong. Okay, here's yeah. uh, 1984's number one song. I teased it before. 1984, artist or title? Oh, ho, ho, karate. That's not. Wait, wait, wait he, did not like it. he did not. He did not. I just say it. That ain't the name. I just. You know, that is Mr. Prince. Is it Mr. Prince? When doves. Artist and title. Look at this. Yeah. Guy. Get up, Tom, do it. I, I really don't know it. I wish I still did. 
Is this the is this the uh, dance karate? This, this, is, this was the original song musical for Kata. Kata. musical Kata. He actually wrote it for you, right? Yeah, he, he sent it and he said, yeah. "Here's a song for you." It's with Tony Kraus. Oh, that's what the karate reference was. Yeah, oh, uh-huh. it, it was so confused. Like, oh, no, no, if what? you get this one right, yeah, if you get this one right, I will give Moon a hundred dollars. What, dude? dude. <laughs> Can I hug you? Can remember, I like, remember, it's song. Yeah, have a sip of water. Remember, Dad, it's song. Or artist. I know also, a, this has so got to be a hundo, you today's it. music. That's it's got cool. to be. I will split. Hey, don't forget. Yeah. Whatever comes to mind within two or three seconds, give it a few seconds. Don't say it right away. Oh, I never do. All right, this song is... <laughs> is yeah, you is, do. This song is last year's number one song. Last oh, year's number one you song. You got this, man. Just no remember way. artist or yeah. song title. He doesn't get it. Or, gives you a hundred. Artist or song title. <sighs> no pressure. No, uh, 2018's Billboard... Number one song of the year. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you love Just take a good, educated guess. I, I got one guess, and that's it. Go ahead, Drake. You gotta be careful. On my kids, I gave him no answer. Right, I, I made this game today. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So that is where we're going for lunch. Did you cheat? What do you I, mean? <laughs> on my children, I, I did mean, not you know, give you him see any my answer. Face, just confusion. Yeah. I just hey, it was just that's the only name that would have came out. John, what do you want to eat? <laughs> did you cheat? Uh, Nobody fine. cheated. I swear. <coughs> that okay. was a guess that I just threw oh, out. Oh, you got it. God's plan for yeah. Drake. Mm-hmm. The fact that you had a hundred dollars in your pocket. Yeah, no <laughs> okay, now who are you gonna bet? Uh, right. No, do no one bets. Do me next. Do me next. Oprah. Oprah. Do me. Do me. What right. do you guys want to eat today? This All is right. from 1982. <laughs> okay. 1982. Oh, by the way, do we already have a winner? Uh, me? Uh, Who cares anymore, number three, right? Number three will win. One, I, yeah. I, I, I win. Yeah, we number have one right wins. here. A winner. Oh, that's oh. one. Hey, Mike wins. Congratulations. Get, uh, <laughs> get Mike's information. Hey, Mike way, picked five. I don't know if anybody, I'm sure the video is, is, is great. Me going, ah, can I hug you? Like, <laughs> I was about to hug him, but I had to ask. Yeah, sure. Uh, this is from 1982. The number one song. Will John know it? Let's get physical. Is that what it is? Yeah. By uh, who? Now. By who, John? Uh, Olivia Newton-John. You got that right. Oh, John is on fire. Uh, My dad uh, used to call her Olivia Newton-Goodbody. All right. How she weird is that? Now that I think hot. about it. I think she still is. Yeah. She's still, she's still. Uh-huh. Did my dad just say she that? is hot? Well, she is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. No, no. Uh, this is, is from 1973. Ooh. 1973, the number one song of the year. Do it, do it. Oh, Tony Orlando and Dawn. Tie the yellow ribbon. What did Tony Orlando remove the horn from his name? Tony Orlando. This is pre R. Been in mentors. 
He put the R in his name in 1975. We will sign you to a record deal, but we need to stick an R in your name somewhere. Tony Orlando. Yes, you got that right. Put the blame on me. He says, I don't. This game needs to end now. <laughs> All right, one more, John. And okay. you are doing, I mean, you got two wrong. One, two, three, four, five, You got the six, Drake seven. one right. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> the two he got wrong, Walk Like you an Egyptian cost- and I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. I know. That ain't right. You cost him 100 bucks. I, oh, I know that. Yeah, you're in his bad I'm done right here. My last night. <laughs> it's a nineteen sixty-three. Whoa! Number one song, Soul Town, was Soul this. Town. Fat bass. Oh, there's a crazy little shack. Sugar shack. Is it sugar shack? Espresso coffee tastes mighty good. <laughs> That's not the reason why I've got to get back up to that sugar shack. You know who sings this? No, I sure don't. That's uh, Jimmy Gilmer and the Fireballs. Uh, okay, yeah, never would have got that. What a split on those guys. <laughs> Oof, fireballs. Yeah, when they broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Dude, eight out of ten. Wow. wow dude, congratulations. And he got the Drake one right. <laughs> he got the gold ball right. He said, he goes, I, am, I have one guess. And I was like, uh, he ain't going to get this. He yeah, said, Drake, I almost passed out. When he, he jumped when he said out. he had one guess, I knew I was, I was yeah, done. So. Yeah, yeah. Tony I I jumped out of his chair landed four feet over this direction. I mean, I, I was almost done. said it. Uh, Beyonce's. Jay-Z? No, Jay-Z. I almost you said, should have gone with that one. I, I, I mean, I'm thinking. I, don't know, I almost said Beyonce's other. <laughs> you should have gone with that one, but you didn't. Cost me 100 bucks. Joel. That's all right, John. Yeah, should just get lottery tickets with that. That's please. all right. Just get out of here now. Please. <laughs> you want a donut? <laughs> have a donut, John. <laughs> no. Maybe winter's got you down. Right now, you're probably dreaming about sitting on that deck, sitting on that patio, grilling with family and friends, just hanging out, just doing nothing. Listen, we're almost there. Springtime is almost here, and now is the time to call Chesterfield Fence and Deck. Maybe you don't have a deck. Maybe you have Deck Envy. Call Chesterfield Fence and Deck for winter pricing and 18 months interest-free financing. There's nobody better than Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're doing their thing for over 50 years in the St. Louis area. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torch Award winner. SBA family-owned small business of the year. I trust them with my house. Fences, decks, patios, and sunrooms. There is nobody better than Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They have a huge showroom with the latest and greatest, or hit them up online at ChesterfieldFence.com. But don't forget, call now for that winter pricing and 18 months interest free financing with Chesterfield Fence and Deck. ChesterfieldFence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Show. All right, John Patrico's here. I'm here. Did you see? $100 lighter. Did you see yeah. during the break? He put on his jacket. He was literally trying to get the hells out of here. <laughs> uh, you're not going nowhere. I was going to say, I was scary. He said, you ain't going nowhere. His work here is gone. I thought, wow. Uh, these are not like shower thoughts I'm about to read to you, but these are things that everyone experiences but never really talks about. Let's be honest, guys. 
if this stuff happens to you or you think about this stuff. Does anybody else uh, pack underwear for a trip like they're planning on uh, crapping themselves twice a day? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. For yep. every day they're oh, gone? Just twice 100%. a day? 100%. <laughs> I'm going for four days. Give me every <laughs> pair of underwear that I, I have, do that I, and I'll I, buy some when I get there. When I travel. Mm-hmm. Like, is this enough underwear? Nah. No. You just do every nah. times two, yeah. Uh, one of my biggest faults is that when I ask somebody their name, I forget to listen to what their name is <laughs> when I ask them all the time. My answer to the question, would you like a receipt, is based on absolutely nothing and changes all the time. Same here. When medication says... Do not operate heavy machinery. They're probably mainly referring to cars, but your mind will always go to forklift. <laughs> I, always. I, I always go to crane. Bulldozer. Really? Yeah. I go to crane oh, every I, time. I'm always forklift. I think a backhoes. Say it again. Mm-hmm. When medication says, do not operate heavy machinery. Yeah, yeah. Your forklift. mind, it's, it's referring to cars, but I always think forklift. Forklift every time. <laughs> I think farming equipment. Just really? Because I always yeah. text you, hey, I can't do the forklift here. <laughs> <laughs> Just in what case is, Jeff, what is wrong with you? Huh? What's wrong with you? <laughs> the worst part about online shopping is having to get up and get your credit card. Correct. <laughs> oh, every time. It's never in the same room. Never. Never is. <laughs> and every time and you, you start it. the process without your damn wallet in front of you. I've bailed out because I'm like, I don't want to uh, I've learned. I got it written in my drawer right next to the... Well, nobody nobody robbed their house know. yet. Now this I know where to go. Where <laughs> now? What is that? <laughs> you may yeah. need this $100. See, now you want to come to my house, don't you? Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't invited. <laughs> uh, before Amazon Prime, uh, you know, when they say, wow... Packages are going to come between uh, 8 and 10 days. You go, wow, that's awesome. But now, now that we've got Prime, if you don't get those dumb cat coasters within 24 hours, you want to murder somebody. Yep. If you drive past a field of horses and you don't say horses, you're a psychopath. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. Oh, horses. 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 I'm pretty sure I've been in a car alone and gone, horses. <laughs> <laughs> And if they start running, it just takes it up a notch. You could also say oh, that with cows. Yeah, I was oh, going to no, say, see, I usually go, oh, moo. See, uh, uh, for some reason, and my kids don't think it's funny. I don't think they've ever thought it's funny, but I can't resist doing the old dad joke that my dad always did. Every time we pass a, 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 a field with cows, I go, oh, look, really big dogs. <laughs> nah, that's not my funny. dad's big been dogs. saying that since the 80s, and nah, I can't stop. Your kids stop. were right. That's I was going to say, it's now mine's all cows. Aww. You got to say, you have to acknowledge some kind of animal if it's... Outside in your car. Oh, horses. Horses. The, the horses thing is funny. Uh, if I say on my way, I'm going to need you to say okay or something, some kind of confirmation, or I'm not leaving the house. <laughs> I need some acknowledgement of I you. I thought you were on your way. You didn't say okay. You didn't say okay. <laughs> That's funny. You ever just get a sharp stamming pain in one of your organs and think, oh, it's finally happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <sighs> yep. yep. Quite That's often. It. Quite often. Something burst. It's over. <laughs> You never realize how long a minute is until you're exercising. You ever hit a pothole and apologize to your car? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or say, or you say, ouch. Oh, wow. I apologize to things in my house all the time. I run into like a, the, the pantry door and I'm like, oh, my bad. Uh, then I'm like, the I've apologized to my say? car before. Yeah, why the hell did I just say my bad to this door? Alone. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You want a, you want a good shower thought? Sure. Found this one on Instagram. You know, technically, Moses was the first person with a tablet downloading data from the cloud. <laughs> True. I found a good one, too. This is this is more just a scientific fact instead of a, instead of a shower thought. You know when you get tattoo removal? Sure. That 
it's not like they suck out the ink with the laser. It just breaks it up into white blood cells. So essentially, when you get tattoo removal, you poop out your tattoo. Oh, yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, it's a time machine for that one section. Of Neat. The yeah. Wow. So a time machine is or a time machine. A tattoo removal is you literally just pooping out your tattoo. <laughs> so uh, Tony's got your sports oh, here. Look, in a second. number four. <laughs> uh, if you are going to a Super Bowl party, there's a good chance you'll be doing like the Super Bowl squares. Mm-hmm. That's when you, you make the grid, and then you hope your numbers line up with the last number in each team's score at the end of each quarter. For example, if it's fourteen to ten at halftime, and your numbers are four and zero, you win money. And some number combinations are more likely to win than others. So here's what your chances look like depending on what numbers you get. So the best numbers to get, what do you think? What are the best numbers to get? Uh, Seven and eight. Zero and seven. Zero and seven, okay. Someone looked at which ones have won the most over the last couple years, and those are the top two. Mm. Almost 30% of final scores in the Super Bowl have ended with zero. After seven and zero... Your next best bet is a four or three. Someone ran the numbers and ranked all of them according to how often they win from best to worst. It's zero, seven, four, three, one, six, eight, five, nine, and two. So two is the worst. Mm-hmm. So zero, seven, four, three, one, six, eight, five, nine, and two. If you end up with a pair of twos, you basically have no chance of winning, especially when it comes to the final score, which is usually the jackpot. Someone looked at how often both teams' final scores have ended with a two, and it's only happened three times since 1966. And that includes the NFL playoffs and the regular season. Wow. I'm usually the guy that during, you know, as halftime approaches, I'm like, hell yeah, I got the numbers. And then they kick a field goal. Yeah, yeah. Dad, I go into halftime and I go, all right. Everything's ruined. As long as, I don't, <laughs> long as I don't get a safety. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. That's over. And then some, you know, gal goes, what? Oh, I just fun. I just went on it. I just fun. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. So a local guy is uh, on the ballot for the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame this year. Jason Isringhausen oh, is uh, on go, the ballot. Man, man, that's awesome. He is uh, joined by Keith Hernandez, Matt Morris, Edgar Renteria, Scott Rowland, and John Tudor. John who? Tudor. John Tudor. Uh, um, two. Come on, Keith Hernandez. Two will be elected by fan vote from March 1st through April 12th. And then the nominees that were chosen for the ballot will be uh, given a red uh, by a red ribbon committee of Cardinals baseball. I didn't experts. realize how long Keith Hernandez played for the Cardinals. What was it like? Uh, four five years. He won a hall, or hall of Fame. He won a World Series with them, right? Yeah, and it was, he went to the Mets in '84. I want to say. Wasn't he also? Was he the one that was a co MVP with somebody from Pittsburgh back in the day? Like I don't know, but when he was first no of all, two things: sweet mustache, and he was on Seinfeld. Yeah, so, that oh, should, so he's in. Uh, of course, that should qualify him. <laughs> two things. Uh, so again, voting starts March. What do you think? So out of, out of those, if, if I had to pick two, I would say Jason Isringhausen and Scott Rowland. Scott Rowland. You think so, John? Who votes he, for this? Is it the fans vote, and then two will be elected by fan vote. Uh, yeah, two two will be so elected by two. fan vote. The nominees were chosen by the Red Ribbon Committee, which is a uh, panel of Cardinals baseball. John, experts. who would you say? I would go with uh, Rollins and uh, Tudor. It's Rollin. There's Roland, only one of them. Rollin and Toots. Rollin and Toots. And the Toots. <laughs> and the Toots. I mean, and Renteria. 
Did he win? Did they win? He didn't win anything no. with him, right? He won the World Series the World and Series. the World Series MVP. With the Cardinals? Yeah. He was a World Series MVP? Wasn't he? Oh, he was a know. World X Series X MVP with like Miami was. or something. No, X so. well, oh, he was with um with Florida. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the game winning hit, right? That's what I'm thinking of. For Cardinals, ah, he so it's this six that I'm looking at right now. Yes. Definitely not Matt Morris. No, with all due respect, I would say Hernandez and probably either Isringhausen or Tudor. Although Tudor didn't win anything either, did he? I have no idea. Stop saying that. I know. I got to Sorry. Who's all gears, right? I mean, I really Roland deserves it. I think so. You know, I think so. Uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell has finally addressed that missed call that decided the outcome of the NFC Championship game between the Saints and the Rams. Here is him talking about it. All right, here's uh, Goodell. Whenever an officiating is part of any kind of discussion post-game, it's never a good outcome for us. Uh, we know that, our clubs know that, our officials know that. Uh, but we also know our officials are human. We also know that they're officiating a game that moves very quickly and have to make snap decisions under difficult circumstances. And they're not going to get it right every time. He went That's on to, the game. Yeah, he went on to explain that the league feels it is, it, it's been as accountable as it can be without changing the outcome of a game or replaying it, which it will not do. Also won't make any guarantees about officiating a replay undergoing massive changes. He did say that technology, the way it's going, in a few years there will be technology where real time you can make decisions and help with the outcome of the game but he right made it very clear he made it very clear it's what we got that we want humans to be the, the decision makers we don't want robots right. and he's pretty being, much admitted that a mistake was made of course I mean, of yeah course they messed he's up admitted, stevie wonder saw it you know <laughs> yeah. see i don't think uh, he did i think he did to be honest he caught the mic stand he saw that he saw that he saw that. Real quick, John Tudor's numbers, by the way, because he played for a, a number of years. Mm-hmm. But those four St. Louis, or three St. Louis, well, I guess four St. Louis seasons. I mean, his record in St. Louis blew away his record everywhere else. His first year in St. Louis, he was 21 and 8. Yeah, he was ridiculous. He was a really wins. good uh, pitcher on not great teams, right? If I remember. Yeah, Ooh, 85, 86, 87. Yeah, the Toots. <laughs> The Toots? I mean, yeah. Toots and Loots. Am, am I thinking a different guy? Wasn't he the one that, after the one game, went in and cr- crashed a fan that was in there and hurt John his hand? John Tudor? I don't, I don't know. But he had a 724 win percentage. And that, he went berserk? I'm not sure. But we'll see March 1st through April 12th. Tony Romo, during his playing days, not the greatest. I mean, he was okay, he was but he was a punching bag. People seem to love him while he's at the uh, in the booth. Reviewing all 2,599 plays from every single game that he has called. They went there, and by they, I mean the Wall Street Journal, calculated that he is correct 68% of the time when he makes a prediction. Like, you know, uh, Brady's going to go to Edelman here. Yep. Out of the predictions that he makes, he is correct 68% of the time, which is pretty damn He's good. like a wizard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is crazy. Uh, Mizzou, they took on Auburn last night. Auburn just got booted out of the top 25. Uh, they kicked the crap out of Mizzou, 92-58 to 58 yesterday. Uh, the Tigers play Vanderbilt on Saturday. After going undefeated at home this year, SLU has now dropped back-to-back games at Chaffetz. They lost to Richmond last night, and Illinois lost to Minnesota. Finally, a great time waster for you. This is a, fanta- a fantastic Twitter follow. Moon, you need to follow this right now. Okay. It just popped up the other day, and since its creation, which is like four days now, it's got over 50,000 followers. It is called Mascots Minute Silence. What is it? It's just pictures of mascots during a moment of silence. And we're talking 
I mean, spectacular results. Big, giant, smiling heads, superheroes, giant sharks, all with their hands behind their back, bowing their heads during a moment of silence. (laughs) It is just silly. Check it out for yourself. Again, that is uh, Mascot Minute Silence. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. There is Uno Show. Headline. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. All right, so we're going to Searles, Minnesota for this. And just pay attention. There's a lot of layers here. There's a lot going on with this story. So 58-year-old Dwayne Arden Johnson is looking at charges of criminal neglect and receiving stolen property. Last Thursday, and by the way, look up his mugshot. Put his mugshot up on the screen just so you get it. Say his name one more time. His name is Dwayne Arden Johnson. So last Thursday morning, police responded. No way is this real. This is real. This is real. (laughs) So last Thursday morning, police responded to a 911 call made by Dwayne, and they found the body of his 69-year-old wife, Deborah Lynn, in the house. The phrase, death parade, God hell, had been spray-painted in red on the front door. By the way, parade spelled incorrectly. P-A-R-D-E. So when the cops got to the house, Dwayne ran out of the house naked to yell that his wife was dead before running back inside. Police then found Dwayne in a bathtub trying to scrub white and black, quote-unquote, things off his body. Apparently there was nothing there. He was trying to do death party, not death parade. Did I say parade? Right about parade, but P-A-R-D-E. I think think it was party. Did I say parade? I don't know. Uh, Either way. Uh, so Dwayne had taken his wife from a medical center and brought her home where they both took some meth and spent her last days, quote, rocking out to the band Quiet Riot. <laughs> Deborah had been suffering from mental illness, diabetes, high blood pressure, and had stopped taking her antipsychotic medication. Dwayne had sex with Deborah about two hours before her death, then washed her body and wrapped it in linen, quote, oh like God. the Bible told him to. Oh, by the way, police found 47 guns in the house, (laughs) hundreds of rounds of ammo. Some of the guns were stolen. So in essence, Dwayne threw a meth-fueled death party for his sick wife. Hmm. It's pretty respectful if you think about it. That's why he's so happy. Wow. Well, the face that he is making is this face. I'm so excited. No, it's like there's a group of people that went... Oh man, who farted and Dwayne or whatever his name is? It was me. I did. He's laughing so hard he can't even say I did. So that's from uh, Searles, Minnesota. Wow. Dwayne Arden Johnson. You are without a doubt today's headline hoosh. All right, John Patrico, one more time. Thank you very much. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Make your votes. Make your voting known. Sorry. On our Twitter page at R I Z Z Show. Uh, who are we shouting out this week, John? Uh, today's shout out goes to all the first responders, medical, fire, police, for these weather conditions that they've had to they're out there working. And also utility workers. I tell you what, I've worked out and I don't know how they do it when it's this cold. Amron and, and all the spire people. That's what I said. Moda. My, hat, my hat's off to you. Yep. Well, thank you, John. Craig's is Freak of the Week. If you missed any of the uh, nominees, hit up the blog, hit up the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. The Rizzuto Show. And don't forget about Riz Show Night of the Blues game happening on February the 23rd. In the afternoon, actually. It's a 3 o'clock start. Blues and Bruins over at Enterprise Center. We had a meeting yesterday to uh, go over some of the activities for uh, for game time. And it's going to be fun. Yeah, good time. 
going to be a good time. We're going to be running all around doing in-game stuff, live music before and after, before and after the game, meet and greet. I feel down my ass if I could throw out the first pitch. That was stupid. It was even weirder that they agreed. They yeah. said, that's cool. <laughs> they were like, hey, you just go to Bush Stadium. We'll meet you there. Uh, 1057thepoint.com slash blues. Use the promo code Rizzuto when buying your tickets, and you'll get that Riz Show Blues knit stocking cap, which they now will send you. Like, if you buy your tickets like today, they will send you. Yeah, you'll get it later. The hat. We're, we, I mean, we sold out of the first run. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Hey, real quick before we get into this, Moon, did you you checked out that Twitter handle, that mascot oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. moment silence? Yeah, there's only about five pictures up there, but I retweeted a few of them. Is it not incredible? It's pretty It's hilarious. the best, man. You got to check What's it out. called? Mascot moment silence. Well, no, no, no. The, the, the well, tag it's, it's is- it's mascot silence. Yeah, at mascot silence. So it's when there's a, a moment of silence at a sporting event- it's yeah, so, just the mascot. So imagine like Fred Bird comes running out on the field. And Fred and he's Bird doing always got the big wheels. smile. Yeah, he's doing cartwheels and he's doing somersaults and flipping players' hats off. And then all of a sudden they go, and now we'll bow our heads for a fallen so-and-so in the moment of silence. And all the players take off their hats and Fred Bird just puts his head down. Yeah. And it's this big <laughs> smiling, you know, Fred Bird <laughs> yeah, in the it's, outfield. It's a great It's a, a, great it's a funny kind of contrast thing. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Crushed Red. Keep your resolutions intact with a salad from Crushed Red. So starting today in Illinois, some patients will be allowed to substitute medical marijuana for opioids before they are ever even given an opioid prescription. And this is the first of its kind, this kind of program. So in August of last year, the governor at the time, Bruce Rauner, signed the program into law. It's called the Opioid Alternative Pilot Program. Obviously, the goal is to try to get people not hooked on the opioids and reduce overdose deaths in the state. So you have to qualify for this program, though. First, you have to be over 21. A patient has to be certified by a doctor as someone who has or could have received a prescription for opioids, but instead could use the medical marijuana. You also have, like, the pictures and, and driver's license, state ID, proof of insurance, and 10 bucks. So you're not buying this in the alley outside of Boomers no. down on the landing. It's you got to figure it out like it's medical marijuana. You have to yeah. go to a doctor. Right. And you have to be recertified by a doctor every 90 days. And doctors have been undergoing training uh, for the past couple of weeks for this new program. There, You know, there's a dispensary in Collinsville. That will uh, will uh, will be you know as a part of this program. Mm. I remember the last time I was in Illinois. Oh, it was on last Saturday on the way to the book signing, and uh, uh, right outside of Redbud. Uh, I remember seeing a handful of uh, billboards just for CBD oil, and that mm-hmm. was even like, hey, wow. Well, they you got know? those on the Missouri side so too. I, I just never seen one before. Is all I'm saying. I got into Illinois and saw that. Uh, jury selection started yesterday in the trial of Trenton Forster. He is accused of killing St. Louis County Police Officer Blake Snyder back in 2016. And testimony is expected to start next Monday. It's amazing how long this stuff takes to get going through the system. What was that, two years ago, you said? 2016. 2016. Jeez. Prosecutors have submitted a list of more than 300 potential witnesses in the case. Most of them are in law enforcement. But again, testimony begins on Monday. On Wednesday morning around 3 o'clock, a 31-year-old guy noticed a man stealing stuff from his car 
in the 3400 block of Shenandoah in South City. You know what he said? Not today. Not today. <laughs> so he walks outside armed with a gun and confronts a thief. Thief had a tire iron. Gun beats tire iron every time. Car owner opens fire. Thief hitting the back, hitting the leg. He's in the hospital in critical condition. Oh, well. Should not have done that. Could could have been avoided. By yeah, not, could, have, could have easily been avoided. By not stealing. Uh, speaking of that, a guy in his 20s wearing a dark hat and bandana put an order in at the, uh, the Burger King drive-thru on Hampton near Tillis Park. This was Tuesday night around 11. And uh, he pulls up to the cashier window. He's got a gun. Demands money from the employee. You know what the employee did? Backed away, shut the window, and the guy drove off. Superhero. I don't know what what kind of planning was involved in this heist, but it didn't. Guys, All right, we, did, off. we have the go plan. plan. We have a we have a plan that will work no matter what happens, unless he walks away. I mean, you shut the window and you call the police, <laughs> and that's damn it, foiled again. <laughs> I didn't think of that. All right, here's how, and nobody was hurt. They're still looking for this guy. So it's so cold. How cold is it? Around Would he play the match game? How cold is it? How cold is it around the country? Pennsylvania is having frost quakes. Those are like earthquakes, but they're, they're little booms caused by the wet ground freezing too quickly. Wow. That's crazy. It's so cold that crews in Chicago had to set the train tracks on fire to clear off all the snow and the ice so the trains could run. And the, the pictures of this are incredible. Say, and they're filming for a super sweet movie at the same time. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing actually seeing the pictures of this. It is so cold in Chicago. How cold How is cold? it? <laughs> it is so cold that they have to set the train tracks on fire to keep them from freezing. It is 20 below. Damn. And that is how they keep the trains moving. Yep. You've it's, seen you've you've seen the uh, the the movie poster for Day After Tomorrow, right? That's what the what the hurricanes. With the, well, it's got the Statue of Liberty that's frozen. Yeah. Well, I saw a meme going around yesterday where somebody just crossed off the day after and it just put it's tomorrow. <laughs> uh, it's so cold that uh, some companies in Wisconsin have had to cancel their beer deliveries. And you know something is life or death if it's going to separate the people of Wisconsin and their beer. That's Am I true. right? It's so cold that the pics and videos people are posting on social media are crazy. You see people who are, you know, getting frost inside their houses or ice on the inside of their windows. And, you know, of course, the people throwing the boiling water in the air and watching it turn instantly into snow. Uh, it's crazy. I never thought about doing that. You know what we should do, guys? Mm-hmm. We should show how cold it's out. Yeah. It is outside by taking a T-shirt. All right. <laughs> wet it down. Wait, let me write this down. So we're going to need a T-shirt. We're going to wet it down and we're going to put it outside and see how fast it gets. All right. It gets to be frozen. Oh, that's a great idea. I really want to know what one of those, what was it called, frost boom? Yeah, frostquake. Frostquake. I, I, I want to know what one sounds like. I'm trying to I look think, them I up. I think it sounds like. Uh, oh this. look! I, wait, wait. I, yeah, I found. I found an example. Here, here. Go ahead. <laughs> That's it. Frostquake. Don't worry. Familiar. It's so cold. The police in McLean, Illinois, said they arrested Elsa from Frozen. Unfortunately, they stole the photos from when a police department in South Carolina did that stunt four years ago, oh, but come on. it's too cold to be original, I guess. 
said most of the morning shows in St. Louis. Um, Yikes. Did you see the picture of uh, of Elsa getting arrested? It's it's from South Carolina, but they used it up there in I, Illinois. I do remember, but I it's hot Elsa. It. I tell you uh, what, she is she is. It's good looking Elsa. Crazy hot, crazy hot Elsa. On a Tuesday, uh, Tyson Foods announced that it was recalling more than thirty six thousand pounds of its white meat plant, uh, panko chicken nuggets because of uh, a possible rubber contamination. I don't know if you saw this. The uh, decision comes. Despite the fact that the U.S. Department of Agriculture has yet to receive a complaint about the potentially inedible material. And this is uh, this is after Purdue Foods recalled more than 16,000 pounds of chicken nuggets that were originally suspected of containing wood. But wound up containing an undeclared allergen, milk. That's kind of scary. Uh, there is a salmonella outbreak going on right now. And the reason behind it is is just head-shaking dumb. According to the CDC, 11 people in eight states have been infected with salmonella in the past couple months, which they caught from kissing or snuggling their pet hedgehogs. Oh. Apparently, you could pass germs from, to your face when you do that. Fortunately, nobody's died so far, but hey. Put down the hedgehog. You don't want to be the first. I didn't know that was a thing to have as a pet. A hedgehog? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know Les, that either. Les Aaron, who used to work here a million years ago, had him. And, and when they were ill, he would bring them in the studio with him in just a little, like, shoebox. And put him on a towel on the When counter. the hedgehogs were ill? Yeah. Bring your hedgehog he, diseases here. It was either sick hedges. I didn't say he had diseases. I don't know if he was if it was ill or bring your ill born or hedgehog something. here. I don't know. Uh, speaking of animals and pets, colleges and universities have uh, traditionally had tough policies for for not allowing students to have pets. But as a growing number of, of students are saying they need emotional support animals, the schools are starting to loosen their restrictions. And the trend has been seen as, uh, as there being a rising number of students with anxiety and depression problems, or at least a rise in them reporting it. You know, some people are saying... The policies can easily be open to abuse, and colleges have to to strike the right balance between allowing emotional support animals and addressing the concerns of, I don't know, people who have allergies or animal phobias or want to go to school and don't want to be around animals. Yeah, just handle it as well as the air, airlines have. The whole thing is the abuse of it. Right. I agree with that. You know, you have a rule for people who actually need something. And then you got the abusers. Yeah, right away you got ruin people it for everybody. they start plotting. So while some colleges and universities have embraced the idea of emotional support animals for students, others are allowing it because they feel like they have to. The Fair Housing Act says that people with disabilities may ask for a reasonable accommodation for service animals, including emotional support animals, and the American uh, with Disabilities Act bans discrimination based on disability. So now schools are afraid of being sued. And there have been cases where schools were sued and had to pay tens of thousands of dollars in settlements to students after refusing to allow their emotional support animals. And when they say animals, it could be, I don't know, my llama, who I need to pet after every class. That's the problem. If I was somebody that needed an emotional support animal, 
or a service animal. I would be super pissed off at the person who mm -hmm. is, I need, you know, this peacock right. in my dorm room <laughs> because I'm, you know, I get sad sometimes. That's yeah, my emotional hedgehog. And, and, and you're somebody that's been very vocal about how all messed up this is. If it was just left to dogs, you wouldn't have an issue, right? For people who need it. Right. Like somebody that needs an, an emotional support. But when somebody's like, hey, I got babe the pig over here that really makes me happy when I fly, then you're going to have an issue with that. It's 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 simply the people that go it, they too abuse far. the system. Yeah, they go too far. A little something for you uh, dog people out there. Apparently, some dog breeds are smarter than others. Uh-huh. It's true. Oh, yeah. I've talked so about what, this list every time my brother yeah, brings mine, it up. Mine's an idiot. What what do you think though? What do you think? Who not not specifically breeds, but who's smarter? Bigger dogs or smaller dogs? Now, when I say bigger dogs, larger dogs like Labradors and, and Great Danes. My perception large is larger dogs. Are, are larger are dogs smarter, smarter than smaller dogs? I know in the ranking that I've seen before, typically the medium to larger ones are in the top ten as far as trainability and uh, you know, scientists looked at 7,000 purebred dogs, uh, 74 breeds altogether. Mm -hmm. And they found that larger dogs, like the Labs, like the Great Danes, they have bigger brains than smaller dogs, which gives them improved cognitive function. Mm -hmm. This means bigger dogs have increased self-control and high-performing short-term memory, which in turn means they obey commands like stay. More than smaller dogs. I tell you what, the only thing I base my opinion on is <clears throat> the small dogs that I've had versus the bigger dogs that I've had. And the small dogs, by far, have been harder to potty train. The smaller dogs? The smaller dogs. Absolutely. I had a dog, I don't know if, you heard or if you're familiar with the breed Bichon. Yes, Bichon Frise. I yes. had one of those and it was a bladder with feet. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't get, and I'm not bl necessarily blaming the dog necessarily, but kind of, sort of am. Did everything that I'm, that we have done with the current dogs and their potty trained. That one just never did. However, smaller breeds, though, they, they're, they got skills too. They were found to be more skilled at other things like uh, going to where their owner was pointing when told. Mm. And this evidence shows that little dogs have social intelligence. Social intelligence as opposed to, like, actual learning. Like cognitive function or, you know, ability to obey commands, yeah. which the longer, larger dogs are better at. Uh, here's what happens if you uh, if you become a drunk a-hole on a flight. So there's a 44-year-old British guy. He got annihilated on a flight from, I guess, Calgary, Alberta, and I guess he was going home. And apparently this guy got on, on the plane and just pounded six drinks. And they said his drunken behavior was, quote, absolutely disgusting. Disgusting enough that they needed to turn the plane around and go back to Calgary. He was nasty. He was belligerent. He was harassing the flight crew. He was being an a-hole to passengers. Well, a court has now ordered him to pay 21 grand in wasted fuel costs. Oh, boy. Yeah, this guy has a bill now for $21,000. I was going to say, if I was on that flight, you're paying for my seat. Absolutely. And in court, he said, you know, he he's an alcoholic. He's been sober for 18 months until that flight. He was depressed because of a death in the family. He failed marriage. Doesn't matter. 21 grand, please. And the judge said, listen, the judge says one has to feel sympathy for the accused 
But as in all criminal legislation, it is trite to say that the voice of the victim must also be heard. Meaning the victims, all the other passengers, had to be rerouted because of old drunky. Yeah. And inconvenienced because of old drunky. Yeah, you pay back the 21000 everything's back old at drunky. a level fl- yeah, <laughs> playing sh- field, and then everybody can be sorry, you know, say, okay, it's cool, we're good now. I should have known something was coming when he tried to buy the ticket under old drunkie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, I don't know if I buy this or not, but there's a woman from Scotland. Her name is uh, Julie McDowell. I believe it. I mean, I, I, I buy that story. She's got, <laughs> I, I think it's pronounced Synestia. It, it's, I, I may be saying it wrong, but it's like, a, it's where two or more of your senses get kind of scrambled. For example, a trumpet might sound orange to you. Oh yeah, I, I have that when it comes to when it comes to music. Oh, do you? So you could oh. you could uh, I've hear about color. That before. Yeah, you've yeah, talked yeah. about that before. Yeah. Synesthesia, I thought right. I'm synesthesia, synesthesia. Maybe maybe synesthesia sounds right. In Julie's case, her brain associates words with different tastes, Whoa. and she's going viral because she recently started telling people on Twitter that like uh, their name. Tastes like something. <laughs> so, and she's got millions of requests over the past week and couldn't keep up. So now she'll only respond if you donate to her podcast through PayPal. And there's no set amount. So a couple bucks is probably enough. And she'll do three names. She'll do three names. Here are a few examples of, uh, of names she's, uh, she's already taste tested. The name Aaron tastes like a stale chocolate bar. And Brandon and Brett both uh, both taste like flat Coca-Cola. <laughs> Brian tastes like shredded coconut. Danielle tastes like SpaghettiOs. Keith tastes like mint gum. Sean tastes like furniture polish. And Wendy tastes like watered-down orange juice. So if you want to find out what your name tastes like, uh, her Twitter handle is at Julie A. McDowell. And, of course, there's a link to her PayPal account. I suffer the, from the same exact thing. I, I donated you Go do? Ahead. Yeah. Give me a name. Jeff Burton. Applesauce. Yes. <laughs> now, see, she, now says, pay me. she says dog poo. <laughs> hey. That's applesauce. Tony here, Patrico. Here are some women checking their results. 24 characters. I messaged a lady on Twitter who has, I think it's called synesthesia, so she can taste synesthesia. people's names. Um, and I paid her to taste my name, and I've just got the results. She says, Erin is a cola-flavored boiled sweet, which has been dusted That's in cocoa so powder. Sad so in cocoa so powder. True. Do you That's think? be more accurate. I okay. also, I was allowed three names, so I also did Charlotte's name. Charlotte is a raspberry lolly. <gasps> I love that. A lolly. Is a mound of lightly browned mints. <laughs> a lolly. Aluminium. Do you hear? Do you hear is Tony Petrigo's twenty-four karat gold? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Scott Rizzuto. Genius. Yes. Oh, look at that. I, n- I know it. King Scott. Vanilla. <laughs> it should be ginger ale. Pretty good. Oh, yeah. And now, crap on celebrities. Home stretch, folks. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by St. Louis Boat and Sports Show, February 17th uh, through the 10th, America Center and the Dome, St. Louis Boat Show.com. Breaking news uh, from the world of Batman. Yeah. 
Uh, it looks like for sure now, well, not looks like for sure, Ben Affleck will no longer be Batman. And they do have a date for the new Batman. It's, Jan- it's June. June of 2021. June, June 25th of 2021, I believe is what it said there. But even, I mean, Ben Affleck even tweeted. He said, excited for the Batman summer of 2021 and to see Matt Reeves' uh, vision come to life. So I, I guess it's focused on a younger Batman. Yeah, new generation of Bruce Wayne is what it's saying. So I know there were rumors for a long time about Ben Affleck not going back, but this is yeah. This makes it official. I think it's one of those things where he was writing, he was helping write the script, or he was going to do something with the script, and then he even he himself was even like, as much as I love this project, I'm just not the right guy for this mm-hmm. role. So, uh, Tony, if you want to let your dad know if that's not really Ashton Kutcher's phone number, if he sees that, don't call that. I mean, you can. It's not going to be any sort of... I uh, thought it was scam or anything. I thought it was. Uh, he tweeted out his, his phone number a couple days ago, claiming uh, to that he missed quote real connections with real people and his community. My community said, and he added quote From now on, you can just text me. You won't be able to. Uh, I won't be able to respond to everybody, but at least we can be real with each other, and I can share unedited, latest and greatest in my world. And then he put his phone number out there, and there it was. And of course, it was a promotion. Yeah, of course. I put his real phone number out there. Uh, he deleted it. And you know what? Aren't you the one who said that he's an investor in uh, many oh, different yeah. things? So he's I don't one know. Of the first, and I think Uber. Uber. And that was it, I think. Yeah. A bunch of other. He said he had some failures, but he was an investor in some pretty. He passed on Snapchat. Yeah, some pretty big startups. Like they they came to him about Snapchat and were like, "Hey, let's let's you should get on this." And he was like, "Nah, I'm good. I don't get it." What's his net worth? Uh, so while you're looking at it, this is something called, it's a startup called Community. It's a new service that allows big name subscribers to send messages to their quote unquote fans and followers. So if you sent Ashton a, a text, you got an automated response confirming that he quote got your message and then a link where you can go sign up for the service, yeah, provide nice. your name, birthday, address, blah, blah, blah. So 200 mil. Ooh, wow. So he does need this gig, man. 200 mil. Nice. Gwyneth Paltrow is being sued for a hit and run on a ski slope. 2016, she was skiing at Deer Valley Resort in Park City, Utah. Uh, She allegedly plowed into a 44-year-old guy named Terry Sanderson. In his lawsuit, he says he was knocked out, suffered four broken ribs, and needed brain surgery. Now, after you come to and they go, man, you were in a ski accident. And they go, who hit me? It's Gwyneth Paltrow. And you go, yes. Can you operate on my brain real quick? According to local ordinances, uh, and the skiers in the room can help me out with this, a skier in this situation is required to stop and offer assistance. And also to give their name and address to an employee of wherever it's you're skiing. etiquette. And uh, Gwen that did, uh, let's see, not the first one, uh, not the second one, and nothing. She just took off. She went shushing away. Are they sure it was her? Uh, Sanderson says he was. He, he also says the instructor who was teaching Gwyneth to ski signed an incident report, falsely claiming that it wasn't her fault. So it was her. Now we just got to decide whose fault it was. Actually, skiing down the mountain. It wasn't Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. and apparently, instructor also says it wasn't Gwyneth's fault, but I didn't actually see the incident. Well, I love skiing. I haven't been in a while, but skiing is fun. I. Uh, Never really picked it up. Never I tried, tried to snowboard enough. once, once, and it, I was miserable. Yeah, I can do the whole. Once I get to the top of the hill, I can point the skis down and go straight down. But I can't. Once I stop and I'm on flat ground, I can't go from point A to point. You know? No, and I've skated my entire life. I don't get it. 
So he's looking for $3 million. Uh, this is really kind of cool because I heard about this as it was developing. I remember telling you guys, there was a guy that was in town several years ago. I was at the downtown library for some sort of comic book thing. And I was just hosting something on in one of the uh, little theaters there. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy there, there named Vivek. Tawari, I don't know if you know this guy, but no. he was one of the executive producers behind American Idiot, the stage production oh, yeah. of the okay. Green Day deal. Green Day. And he told me in the wings of the place, not that I was the only person who know, but he told me that he was working on uh, doing the same thing for Jagged Little Pill from Alanis Morissette, and it has now come to life. With this guy? Yeah, with this guy. He's wow. one of the producers. Finally heading to Broadway, new musical, obviously inspired by the record. The writer is that Diablo Cody, and it's going to open uh, open this fall. Oh, the Juno trip. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's going to be uh, very pro-man, <laughs> that, that, that stage musical. Jagged yeah. Little Pill. Yeah. Man, she is angry in that album. A little bit. It's the Rizzuto Show. All right. I've had enough. Left it all out there for you guys. Now, whatever you want to do with it, that's up to you, but I gave it to you. My heart, my soul. That's it. It's out there for you. Donnie, welcome. Hey, man. How you guys doing? It was uh, nice, nice to get started with the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week. Mm -hmm. Three brand new ads for you. First time this year. Three brand new ads. Yeah, I know, Donnie. Shaking your head. It's... I did enjoy the Cardinal conversation, though. I was there with you for that. You know what I mean? Those Freak of the Weeks, man, they make my stomach feel funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is not it is So you'd not rather great. vote on the Cardinal thing than the yes. Freaks thing. Yeah, yeah. I was going to make the Cardinal Hall of Fame. Got you, yeah. <laughs> well, if you missed any of the Freaks... Hit up the blog and hit up the podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What else we got? Uh, well, there's a guy. We didn't, I mean, this is this is the headline, Hoosh. This guy was arrested. He's 69. I'm sorry. He's 58. His uh, alien wife was 69, died following a meth-fueled death party that involved hours of sex and heavy metal music after she told him she would rather die at home instead of a care facility. His mugshot is one for the ages. The story is very bizarre, well, very crazy. Well, the fact crazy. that they were, you know, during the... Uh, meth-fueled death party. They were just listening to Quiet Riot. Mm -hmm. Quiet Riot, yeah. <laughs> that that picture is one for the ages, man. Yeah, dude. I mean... So she ends up dead. There's things written on the wall. He ends up being found in the bathtub trying to rub things off of him, like this white and there. black substances that didn't exist. Crazy story. It's uh, a top of the blog. And the other highlight for today was definitely uh, John Pedrigo, and not just for the Freak of the Week, but a nice little contest. Make sure you see it, or make sure you hear it on the podcast. And make sure you see it. We'll have a video shortly, uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. That video will be up there. Oh, uh, we had fun, didn't we? Oh, dude. We did. It was, you got to see our reaction. It's worth listening it, uh, to and watching. It cost some of us money, but uh, fun. Totally worth it, guys. <laughs> 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, Donnie, what do you got coming up? Well, first and foremost, in the next few minutes, I have a brand new Cage the Elephant song Whoa! to play for you. Whoa! And I got to tell you, I'm excited about it. I like it a lot, so I hope you guys will guys, too. But that's going to be the I first thing the we play after Guys, he's got a new Cage the Elephant. Yeah! Whoa! But we'll do that. We'll give away some big summer show tickets, fragile tickets for Saturday night, and a bunch more. So uh, hang out with me. I, I like to entertain. All right. So uh, let's, let's ask uh, your your opinion on the uh, Cardinal Hall of Fame thing. Sure. So who, who's up for it? It's uh, John Toots, right? Yeah, Toots. the Toots. Isringhausen. Isringhausen, Renteria, Matt Morris, Keith Hernandez, Scott Rowland. You can okay. pick two. Keith Hernandez, I think, has to be in MVP and world champion. And he did share that that 
MVP with Willie Stargell, by the way, which makes you unbelievably the man. Thank you. I have a very seventy-nine, by the way, I believe. I have a very special place in my heart for John Tudor, and he was amazing on the eighty-five and eighty-seven teams that yep. went to the World Series. Yep. He was incredible. Um, but Scott Rowland, I mean, my God. I don't know that I've ever seen anybody play third base or, or, or outside of Ozzie play defense uh, and Edmonds b- better than, than, than Roland. So, I mean, I guess I go. Got you can only pick two. It's, it's Hernandez and Tudor. I think I go Hernandez and Roland, but I'm not, oh. I'm not mad about any, I'm not oh, mad about any of maybe those. Maybe Tudor man. now Roland next time. I mean, but they both got to get in. Yeah, that's and why it, I'm saying maybe. Didn't it, Hernandez leave under not great circumstances, though? Yeah, I think I that's think why so. I'm that saying. That's case. why I, I'm kind of like, because eh, it's the fans voting in, right? Yeah, yeah I'm not, really I going... see him come back to do Cardinal yeah, events. No, right. No, he's, I mean, he's a Met, and I, and I kind of view him more as a Met than a Cardinal, but I think that Hernandez is enough of a baseball guy that he would appreciate that, you know, that honor. That yeah. honor. I mean, I for his franchise, it, but I don't much. know if the fans would... Because oh, I think so. Yeah. I, go, I think I go, so. I'll tell you what. I go Roland and Royce Clayton. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> Gary Templeton. Well, you know you'll get the Ozzy Smith vote for Royce Clayton. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> on a serious note, yeah. if if you're looking to vote, go look at the stats from Tudor and just look at some of the details between 85 and 87. Yeah. Brother, he was my favorite player during that time. I was pitching in Corey League and at yeah. the floor scenario Corey League at that time. I'm just saying, like, like, I don't know. I just just something. Roland was just like this, just unique amount of offense and defense. Yeah, and I, I get it. Not to say Tudor doesn't get there. I just think maybe Roland gets in there. I'm first. saying if you just break down a three year tenure, uh, he was here for five years total. But like uh, there was ten complete game shutouts in that one season. Jeff pointed out that he went one and seven in the beginning of the season, and then went twenty and one yeah. after that. And and your dad was right. He was the one that punched the fan. In the in the locker room, he 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 did do that as well. Wow, a working fan. He yes. gets my vote. Yeah, yes. he gets my vote for that. <laughs> but also, too, real quick about Matt Morris, we discount him a little bit, but he was really one of the few bright spots right before the Larusa era kicked in and sure. at the beginning of the Larusa era, and he was a really good starter there too. Stephen Jackson was a really good running back for a really bad Rams team. Uh, too. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. All right, Donnie Fandango next. What? I'm with you. <laughs> we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Mark Irvin one more time. You can yeah, find Mark. him oh, in yeah, yeah, Illinois, and he wants to hear this song. Hi, Mark. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.